Welcome to Cowhorse, Full Contact by Ben Self, with host Chris Dawson and Russell Dilday. This episode brought to you by Gilliland Agency Wild Rags. So, Aaron, how's motherhood? It's good. <laughs> Did you have any idea how much you would like that baby? No. Unbelievable, yeah, huh? It's pretty awesome. That way, you don't sell them. <laughs> That's why they build you that him. way. I, or, yeah, kill or kill them. Yeah, I think I'll away. keep him. Yeah. <laughs> how old is he now? He is almost two and five months. Yeah, two and five months. Two and five months. How many? How many weeks is that? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I haven't been one of those parents ever that does the weeks, and it's like, oh, is that five years? <laughs> <laughs> 4,632 weeks old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, have you gotten to the point where you stopped worrying about Sid yet? I'm working my way there. <laughs> yeah. For real? <laughs> For yeah. real. Yeah. I'm teetering off that cliff. It's going away slowly. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like ignorance must be bliss because I'm like, well, did you not go to Lamont's? No, we started, we did a couple of Moz classes online and we realized real fast that that was not in line with my wife's birthing plan. (laughs) (laughs) And so we didn't finish it. (laughs) He's not going to be there. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't, we're not doing this. That's not team sport. (laughs) I didn't do a single one either. I did did one. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't want to know. (laughs) Yeah. Hadley, Hadley's the most. Today. It was terrible. I went like one or two, and it's thinking this is real. I thought this was just on TV. All right, seriously, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, no. They have good drugs me. now. It's fine. <laughs> the whole, all the stuff. One's a little kid. My parents had Bill Cosby the records, and he goes through the birthing deal and the breathing coach and all that. And I thought it was just a joke, and then it's not. <laughs> <laughs> they really tell you to say that stuff. I didn't have to worry about any of that. Yeah. 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 Hadley's 13 weeks and three months at the same time today. So I don't know how the math works on that, but that's today. And I was worried about SIDS like for the first month, but <laughs> she mm-hmm. seems to be fine. She breathes nor she breathes yeah. normally. So I'm good. like, yeah, she's good. good. Like, yeah. what's well, the most horrible, it's just the most horrible evil joke. That anyone can play. Okay, so here's this deal. It's kind of like you're going to have this little kid that you have no idea how much you're going to love it when you have it. So, but when you do, you're really going to like it. And there's this disease that can come at any time, any moment, with no like warning. Like a thief and in the night. And just there's you. nothing you can do about it. Yeah, but you terrible. need to check all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all it really does is cause you to wake him up when they're in their most peaceful sleep. And then they don't go back to sleep. And then they don't go back to sleep. Damn it. I've not woken my child up yet. (laughs) Uh, I I might be a bad parent. And I have not. You don't don't wake the bear. (laughs) Don't wake it up. I don't wake up her mom and I don't wake up her. There Uh, there has been moments where I've I've put my hand on his back and be like, okay, okay, we're good. Or I'll zoom in on the camera to make sure I can see his belly moving. You just hold a mirror on it. Just hold their nose closed and see if they breathe out the nose. <laughs> it works for putting them to sleep, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. 
remember that one. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> I'll write that one down. That, that one's not in the handbook. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to this uh, special parenting edition of Cow Horse Full Contact. Full Contact. I'm Chris Dawson here with Russell Dilday, Ben Self on the soundboard, and we've got uh, the fabulous Aaron Tormino with us today. So the we'll jump right back in. So Papa has got the child at the water park today. Yeah, they're at the splash pad. Nice. Otherwise, it would be bedlam. There, you wouldn't hear anything else other than a kid running around. <laughs> You don't have her trained like a rainer, head down. He, he. Quiet. No. Him. It's him. okay. Trained like a rainer. <laughs> he is not broke at all. Does not stand tied, does not clip, haul, or tie. Or sleep. <laughs> or sleep. Slightly. <laughs> None of the above. Eats good. <laughs> so how is it, how's that with three-year-old season? Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> double, double stress. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> does, it, does it change the perspective a little though? Yeah. It, 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 for me, it actually, honestly, it's been really good because before pre-kid, I would eat, sleep, breathe for dirty horses and never give myself a break from it. I ever, I would come home and all I would do is stress over not getting back to the barn. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, if, if I could, I would go back. If the horses could have taken it, I probably would have gone back within an hour and started all over again. But with him, I come home and, and there, yeah, I breathe. And for a moment, which is not like me, I don't think about horses at all. So that kid, like having a baby has been really good for me that way. It's, it's given me another outlet to think about something other than work. There's more than one thing in life. It's weird. There is. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> Never thought that could happen, but it did. Uh, I mean, three horses are great and all, but nobody really cares. Yeah, right? No, I mean, it, at the end of the day, uh, I mean, when I come home, I mean, it's more important. I'd much rather sit in color with him or something than worry about a fraternity horse for a moment. It's nice. Yeah. It's awesome. Keeps yeah. you sane. It really does. Yeah. yeah. It's this been is, good for me. This is my first season. Yes. With child, yes, and it's uh, he, yeah, like I say, it's you know, I mean, they can ride terrible mm-hmm. or whatever, like three year olds do on any mm-hmm. given day. Yeah, but then you go to the house and she cuddles up in your neck and it's mm-hmm. like, hmm, it's fine. Yeah, it'll it's be okay. better tomorrow. Yep, it's, and it's mm-hmm. even more fun the older they get because now he's starting to talk and stop peeing on you as much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank gosh, yeah. That's- does he still get you or is it is nope. kind of no, not going no. to wood. it's been a long time is that because you've gotten more elusive <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm i'm good i'm much better at this i'm You're like I'm a ninja per- i'm perfecting I, my <laughs> i can see where he's aiming <laughs> i'm perfecting the trade like <laughs> count of monte cristo when he like runs his hand between the water drops <laughs> you don't walk straight up behind it's a like horse the, you come from the side it's there. like the matrix change up diaper from the side oh god yeah <laughs> think points one way yeah Oh, so awesome. are we are we potty training yet? What happens? No. What time well, of the year? When? How long does this take? I feel like it's supposed to be happening right now, but it's not. He doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> we try. He could care less. Just rub his nose in it. It's fine. Right. <laughs> Ron Rawls told me to spray him off in the wash rack, and it'll make yeah. him better. I tried that. Didn't With, work. Didn't work. You need a lot of pressure. <laughs> I mean, it's like not, a fire it hose. Be, if it's enjoyable. <laughs> Then no, it's got to be like um, first blood when they wash them off with the fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it enjoyable. Oh God, yeah, no, we're we're working on that, but it's 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 I'd say it's a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, 
full we were, diapers still. <laughs> we were glad when we t- got ours taught to go in the bushes and go pee all the way till school. <laughs> Not and acceptable. It wasn't so good. <laughs> Not acceptable. <laughs> That was a phone call. <laughs> well, we're here in your lovely house in Weatherford, Texas. Yep. And you've got your new place yep. you just bought. Yep. Here. For just over a year. Been here oh, a year already? Wow. Yeah. We ended right after the Derby last year. Ended, end of June, beginning of July, we, we moved. Yep. Nice. Yep. Still loving Time it? Time goes fast. Love it. It's awesome. It's better now that we have a nice big pen and we don't have to haul. That's, that's been awesome. <laughs> Getting in trailer sores and truck sores. Oh, geez. Yeah. That, Road founder. That lasted a while. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, we love our place. Did you just build a pen there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. nice. How big? The arena, I believe, is 140 by 280 total. Good so, size. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's good. What so, were you in before? Like before we built it, one twenty by one twenty. <laughs> Has a roof. Yeah. Oh sweet. <laughs> and lights. Got that going yeah. for me so right we, now. So we last year well, and, a, and a pasture. And a, we have we have great pastures to lope and they're amazing. <laughs> the ground you is good. You know every inch of them by every now. Inch. Yeah. I've chased cows out in those pastures. The ground's not bad. Just not don't stop bad. real hard. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe leave your screws in. <laughs> Keep them shoulders up. Yeah, leave your screws in. <laughs> oh, that's outstanding. So let's venture back. I think everybody. Beginning. I think okay. everybody. Everybody's pretty familiar with the current, the famous Aaron Termino, 2015 yeah. Reserve Champion on Plan Right, and star of the award-winning documentary Down the Fence. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's but, a movie star. Well, we'll go back. Let's go back. Farther. Way farther to the frozen tundra. Yeah. Okay. Where did Elvis come from? <laughs> um, I grew up in a small town in Canada, Grenfell, Saskatchewan. About 1,200 people. How'd you get away without the accent? Okay. I've been down here for a long time. <laughs> it went away. <laughs> I think when I get around my family every once in a while, it'll probably still come out. Pop up, yeah. Yep, yep. No. If, if I talk to somebody from the southeast, I, I can get pretty bad pretty quick. Yeah, so. it doesn't take much to bring no. it back. <laughs> so, what was life like up there? Uh, it was it was really good. I, I love it. I love I love going home. I love being at home. It was a it was a grain community. I grew up on a small grain farm, and horses was just I mean horses were really merely just for fun pleasure. Just for riding. Just for riding. No would, showing, mm-mm. no ranching. None, none of the sort until I was a little older, probably. I started showing in the 4-H, the light horse 4-H, maybe 14. Oh, wow. A little bit later, even. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I rode, rode, but like my riding was come home from school, saddle up my pony and go out and ride through my dad's grain pasture or grain fields. Oh yeah. I'm very proud of that. Jump, jump, (laughs) jump the swaths, try to jump the swaths without tearing them up too much in the fall, that sort of stuff. (laughs) That was my, that was my riding. Um, yeah. And I did 4-H and then I started doing light horse shows and stuff. Probably, I think the light horse shows, uh, or the open shows came when I was 15 and then I started showing quarter horse or 14, maybe started showing quarter horse when I was 15, 16, but I showed the all around and I didn't even know what a cow horse was. (laughs) Well, and yeah. did your parents show at all? No, no. My, my dad didn't ride at all. He, <clears throat> my dad rode when he met my mom because my mom grew up on a 
farm, big grain farm. Um, they had dairy cattle for a bit, and she did Jim Canna and stuff like that at home. And my mom rode a lot and, mm. and rode really well. Um, but as far as competition goes, the most competition she did was the local Jim Canna stuff. She would ride her horse to town, do the Jim Canna, ride home. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was it. So I was really like when I started horse showing and stuff, it was completely new to the whole family family. Yeah. It was nothing that anybody ever did. Do you have any siblings? I have a brother, older brother. Older? Yeah. How much? Four years. Did he do any riding? He did a little bit. He did. He did some riding, but it. When you were young. Yep. Yep. And did he do the 4-H or just ride on the farm? You know, I think he did. Yeah. I remember him going to some 4-H stuff. Yep, he did some forage stuff, and then some of his friends had, uh, one of his good friends had a big ranch, and he would go, I think, and ride out there with him and stuff, and, but, yeah, no, I'm the only one that Went pursued on. it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and he's still in Canada? He is still in Canada, has a great big organic grain farm, and a huge feedlot that he's actually building onto. Wow. Yeah, a lot of cows. A lot of good cows. Wow. Might visit. <laughs> Might go visit there. Put He's a little round pin on the, the side. He's got to open the borders I keep, back up. I know. And that. I keep telling him, I'm like, you need to put in a, an arena and a barn, and I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we will never have to work the same cow twice. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a nice little summer retreat. Yes. Especially right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. Fresh cows yeah. all day, every day. Oh. So what was it about the horses at that age that hooked you? I mean, because, I mean, I can't think that that's, it's not really a year-round activity up no, there. not at all. It, it is very seasonal. It was very seasonal. Um, I don't, I always loved the horses, and I was always the one that all, like, always wanted to ride. And then I started kind of horse showing a little bit, and I got some, some of my really good friends were in the horse show, the open show world. And so the only way I could see them was to horse show. So we all kind of did little just a little local shows that they'd have fairs and stuff. I mean, where you would do every event, right? You do the, the pleasure, the showmanship, run barrels. I mean, you do the whole deal and it was just a lot of fun. And so that kind of got me hooked. And then I was always a very competitive person in high school. I played every, every sport you can think of. I would play every time there was a sport available. I would, whether it was for guys or girls, I would be trying to play it. I mean, I, if there was a sport, I would play. And so I think I was pretty competitive that way. And I kind of got hooked on the horse show stuff and I got a little bit of the competitive taste in horse showing and and I loved I loved riding and I it intrigued me to train and that's it just once I kind of got the feel of a little bit of competition in the horse show stuff I just I used to get the quarter horse journal you know when the quarter horse journal was like this thick huge (laughs) and I would flip through and I was just enthralled with all the people and you know at that time I was doing the all-around so the outfits and I was just enamored by how amazing they looked and I wanted to be there but they were in the States and it was like, I can't go there, but, but you could, but I could. (laughs) (laughs) So so we bought my mom and dad help or my grandpa helped me and my mom and dad. And I bought a really good youth horse when I I think I was 17 or 18 and started showing quarter horse. And when I started showing quarter horse, I kind of just went for it. I went to a couple quarter horse shows and then the next year I went to the Congress and yeah, I had a, I ended up with a really good horse and did, did really well. I think I ended up um, fourth in the all around and wow yeah hey, we had it was a good year and you went there from Canada mm-hmm, yeah so where did you get your help so when I graduated high school I moved to Alberta um, and rode under a guy named Jess Hartung that was he was he was very very good and had a huge uh, non-pro amateur crew and he traveled down the road a lot 
Um, and so I went and worked and rode with him and, um, he helped me get my horse down the road and we traveled, we did North Dakota, South Dakota, a bunch of those circuits, all the Alberta circuits a lot. When I was show, when I started in the quarter horse, Alberta was huge. Alberta had a huge youth group. I mean, we would go to the Canadian nationals and there would be tons of kids. I mean, those classes would be huge at the nationals. So we would show there and then we'd go and do North Dakota, South Dakota. Um, I don't know if, I'm trying to think if we went into Wyoming or not. I don't know if we did. And then we would come home and do some more shows up north. And then we'd head to the Congress in the fall. That's who I rode with him though. And he, he hauled a lot. So it was convenient for me to, more convenient for me to get my horse down the road versus when I was in Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. So at those quarter horse shows, were they having the cow horse and the rain and stuff like that? Or, and you just weren't paying much attention to it? Or? Yeah, oblivious. I mean, I, I, when I moved to Alberta, I became more familiar with the cow horse because a couple of girls were my age were showing um, in the cow horse. So we would go and watch the class. I didn't really pay that much attention to it because I liked the all around at the time. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's honest. Yeah, that's <laughs> my spot. That's yeah. my spot. It's yeah. my and, niche. And then, and then, you know, one thing led to another, and I got bored. <laughs> you can only go slow for so long. Yeah. <laughs> but you moved down here to do the all-around. I did. I moved down here. Um, I graduated high school, or I guess the year after I graduated high school. Um, I sold my horse at the Congress, my last year youth, and I moved to Pilot Point, Aubrey, Texas, to show the all-around. And who'd you go there with? What was your connection? Um, some people that I met at the Congress, actually, they had a stud named Protect Your Assets. He was a big, big pleasure horse stud. And I went and worked for them and was going to pursue that. Mm-hmm. And that fell through. <laughs> Didn't work out. <laughs> really quick. <laughs> so now you're in Texas and jobless. Now I'm in Texas and jobless. And at 19, 18? Um, just barely 19. Just barely out of high school. Yep. Summer. Yeah. Yep. And I wasn't ready to move home because I really like Texas. So and did I, you tell your parents that it was over? Or did you just say, oh, no, it's going good? Oh, yeah. No, no. I told them. <laughs> <laughs> no. I told them. I told them it didn't work out. And I uh, went and stayed with some friends I had met with the people that, where I moved to and helped them ride some horses and slept on their couch for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I decided... That I, needed a, that I needed a job. <laughs> so she had a cutter with Del Bell, and I went and loped some cutters for Del Bell for a little bit. Yeah, not very long either. Um, it was when he was at Babcock Ranch, and it was only, I mean, maybe four to six months. I don't really remember how long it was, but it wasn't very long. Was that your first exposure mm-hmm. to the cutters? Very first. Yep. Yeah. And it, was, it, was, it was fine. I thought it was easy. I'm like, I thought it was dumb. We just went in circles. <laughs> I'm like, this is easy. What is the how deal can you, How here? can you screw this up? Yeah. Just go in a circle. Simple. This is so easy. <laughs> you don't have to worry about nothing. It was yeah. so fun. Yeah. You could just ride. They didn't have to worry about what they were doing and when they were doing it. And Didn't even have to be on the right lead. Did not even have to be on the right lead. It was awesome. But you couldn't take it if they were on the wrong one. Right. I trotted 99% yeah. of the time anyway. There was no loping. <laughs> so it was easy. It was fine. Yeah. So I did that. Yeah. So did then, you work many on a cow there? Just lo- just trotted? No, just trotted. <laughs> did you get to watch many worked on a cow? Or? Yeah, I got to watch lots of work on a cow. Yep. Yep, and I trotted a lot and watched some cows. I, I maybe got to work a couple of older horses every once, like, handful of times. I thought it was really fun. That's kind of when I decided that the all-around was really Too boring. Slow. Yeah. Too slow. 
Yeah, but then... When they take the wheel, it makes everything else go away. Yeah, it was... I, I did enjoy that. That was fun. And I did get to work a couple. Not... I never got to... Sh- I don't think I ever got to show under Dell. Maybe once was it when they had that summer show at Teddy's and it would show till all hours of the night. And uh, I think I got to show there once and maybe the 2000, it was like at three in the morning or something because that show's so nice <laughs> and comfortable and not hot. <laughs> Can you imagine how hot that show would be if they cut during the day? Oh my God. Oh no. my Lord. I mean, miserable. that show is not the most fun in no, the dark. It's terrible, but it would be worse. Yeah, because it would start at 8 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. something like that. Wow. Yeah, we would start showing at 8 o'clock at night. we get done anywhere between 3 and 5. Mm. Yeah, go home, work horses, sleep for a little bit, and go do it again. Yeah, everybody had to get qualified. It was AQHA's nightmare because they were still st- sending those mm-hmm. stewards or whatever mm-hmm. that they called them, and they would send those around. And so those guys, I don't know how many times they actually showed up or if they just slept in their truck. So it was kind of a... <laughs> Yeah. Might have been a little bit free of a free-for-all free for all. <laughs> that horse free for all. Yeah, it was nice. You could always get qualified there, though. Everybody got their points there. Yeah. Always. They spread the wealth. So then what? Then, um, so when I was at, when I, that was when Dell was at Babcock's, and that's, um, Ronnie was there at the same time, Ron Rawls. And so oh. then Dell left, and I still needed a job, and they still needed somebody <clears throat> to lope horses for a little bit, so... I was there for, I was there for, I, I was riding under Ron. I had my own string at that time. Then I was, had, had some two-year-olds. I don't know, maybe eight or 10 two-year-olds that I was riding and just getting broke. So I started riding, Dell left. And so I was riding under Ron. And so he was helping me. And I have a terrible memory. I don't know how I started working for Ron, but I started, at that time, I was just, he was just helping me. I wasn't actually working for him. And then one thing led to another. And next thing, I'm working for him. And then when he left, when he left Babcock's, that's when, when I left and started working full-time for him. Oh, good. So. Mostly because it looked like he'd just be a happy-go-lucky guy to work for. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Intensity. <laughs> hey, unofficially, by the way, he Un- got to his million this last week. Did he yeah. really? Unofficially. Yeah. Oh, my God. Unofficially. That's- unofficially. Yeah, we- it's our best guess. Awesome. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Pretty oh, exciting. That's perfect. Yeah. Heard it here first, even if we're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're we're just taking our cues from the real news from the real news media. They don't care as long as they're first. They don't care if they're right. (laughs) Just be first. Just be first. That's awesome. Well, I I can't think of somebody who doesn't deserve it more than him. That's awesome. No kidding. Knocked out a big one forty eight to lead the herd work in the Derby out in Memphis. I saw that. That's awesome. It's killing yeah, it. Yeah, good for him. So how long were you with Ronnie? About four and a half years. Oh, wow. Yep. A while. Yep. And by now, are we married by the time we're working for Ron? Or? No, we didn't We didn't get married until a couple of years in. Oh, I got you. Yeah, y'all were dating right around that same time. A few years time, in, huh? yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yes. Anthony was working for Ron. Yes, yep. yep. Oh, that's where you met him? Yep, yep. At Babcock's or just when you no, went to Ron's? No, at Babcock's. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah. Dating the help. They, isn't there a law? <laughs> isn't there a rule against that? <laughs> is there, yeah, there should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, what was a day in the life of working for Ron Rawls? I mean, the one that one one of the ones that comes to mind, which seemed like it was the pretty going rate, was when we would, for some reason, I think of when we were in uh, Sullivan's. He rented that place before he built his own place. Uh, Larry Sullivan, is that the... Right, yep. So we would... I don't even know what time we were starting at. Maybe midnight. I don't know. 
It was early or late, however you want to look yeah. at it. It was dark. <laughs> early one day, late the next. <laughs> it was dark. And uh, it was, I mean, I don't even know why Ronnie took both of us to go work for him because, I mean, he was just, he was a good guy. And we would get up and we would go and we would feed and we would clean and then we would ride. I mean, I don't really think he had enough work for both of us, but we made it work for a while. We, and uh, then we would go to the new place. It was when they started building the new place. So we would get up early feed and clean and ride and then go to the new place and help do whatever we needed to do there. And it was long days, but it was good days. Yeah, it was, it was good days. It was really rewarding when we moved into the new place. I remember that vividly. Saved a little uh, time. Yeah. So you could sleep attached yeah. instead of driving. Yeah, it was, it was long days, but it was good days. So what you were telling the story about started at 12. Started at midnight. Yeah. Yeah. And we would, or maybe it was, maybe it was one, I don't know. And we would ride horses and then we would feed and clean stalls and then we maybe ride a few more horses and then we'd load up and go to the new place and we would work and so how many is he training i I don't even remember that's what i said he didn't have that many horses so we had to make up work go to the new place (laughs) (laughs) luckily the new place wasn't far no it wasn't too far it was 10 minutes minutes down the road Mm. but it was awesome no he he i don't know like i said i don't we joke around with patty says it all the time they couldn't afford to have both of us, but they took both of us because we weren't. Couldn't have one without the other. Because they were inseparable. We were inseparable. inseparable. No. <laughs> but no, it was it was good. I mean, Ron Ron taught us. Ron taught taught both of us, but taught me a lot. So I mean, I was there for four and a half years. So light steady contact. <laughs> light steady contact. Anybody that's rode with maybe, Ron Rawls, any knows. Maybe what I'm a lot about. of head scratching and a lot of back of the neck rubbing yeah. there somewhere. <laughs> Did um, he teach you how to post when you were riding? I know. <laughs> she hates showed it. me all around. She knew. hates yeah. it. So I imagine he hates it. Hates it. And I'm sure that was your natural position. Sit yeah. your ass down. What are you yes. doing? <laughs> what are you doing up there? There's not one thing in this world that posting is good for. Not one thing. Tell me one thing. Jumping. Jumping. Well, English horses. He hasn't jumped. <laughs> that would be good watching, though. That would be. Yeah. We should get him in on one of those change event deals. Remember, like Zane and oh yeah, Tucker, Brandon Butters, yeah. and them guys oh, did. Didn't, yeah, it was Tucker maybe? Yeah, Tucker yeah, was in on that. Yeah, I think so. I think it was. The it was I know Tucker was in on. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I think Brandon Butters might have been the winner in that deal. I think Brandon? he was too. I, Brandon well, or Zane? I don't know. No, it was. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> digress. Whatever. You do what you want to do. <laughs> So four and a half years there with Ron, what do you think was the most important thing you got out of that? Um, I think, I don't think I know. The, the foundation on a, on a horse. The, always make sure you have something to go back to. I mean, that's probably, honestly, I mean, when I was there, that was 95% of what I did was two-year-olds. And by the end, I, w- I would do a little more on some older horses. But I mean, a lot of what I did was all two-year-olds. So, I mean, the biggest thing he taught me was definitely having a lot of, you know, feel and patience and foundation. And, I mean, very, very consistent. So much consistency. Yeah, that guy's a machine. A machine. Like, mm-hmm. to this day, I, I don't think I do everything of what he taught me because I don't think I have the patience for it like he has. It's incredible. But that's what I got from it. It was awesome. Yeah. What was the biggest piece of the foundation that he taught you? Honestly, I think it was trying to have feel for the horse um, and waiting on them. Like he, that patience, so much patience. 
to, it's crazy how much patience and just waiting for them. I mean, just so much time of letting them figure it out and, and just a lot of, I don't know, lack of better words, patterning them, you know, mm-hmm. the, the biggest thing that comes to mind to explain that is, is the drill. I mean, hours of the drill to where they learn how to put their feet. And so when you do speed them up, if something goes awry, you can always come back to that. And, wh- and what's the physical, explain the drill, the so physical movement. It's what he wanted. <coughs> I'm probably going to screw this up. He's probably going to call me and cuss. Oh, me. I'm not going to say That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you start their nose and you wait on them and they have to draw, draw that inside foot back, you know, and they plant on that outside, they plant on that outside foot and they have to come across and stay back on their own. Like you don't make them stay back. They stay back all on their own. You, you, there's no part of you that holds them back. They, they learn to step on their own and it is, uh, I'd probably say hours of starting yeah. them, pulling them, you know, drawing them back, starting them, drawing them back until they figure out to just do the drill on their own. And then, then you can. So they have to step out no, back. for you oh, to, to come bring them into back. contact. Yes. Yeah. And then when they're in the spot, yeah. you're not there. So you're not holding them there. You're only to catch them if they leave. Mm-hmm. And bring them back. You got to let them make the mistake and then bring them back. And bring them back. And so and it and makes this cool little pattern on the ground. It's like a square yes. with a hole in the middle of it yeah. or that outside. He would be so disappointed in me right now because I don't think I have a single horse that drills anymore. <laughs> How embarrassing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> But it is amazing because there's parts, but I mean, all, you know, joking aside, there's parts of his, that he taught me the patience and, you know, just consistency. The biggest thing I think was consistency just to like always make sure that regardless of whether I do it like he does it anymore or whether I've changed my program in, in a little bit to always be consistent. So if, if you get a little crazy or whatever, you've got that. Yep. You can and go, so- you can always go back to their comfort zone and what they know. And so to explain the drill a little further, for someone that hasn't seen it, the, w- w- they're leaving because you're squeezing with your outside leg, mm-hmm. asking them mm-hmm. to drill. So they don't, so you want that's them where, to take that outside the, leg and, and draw back and come around off of it, not go forward off of yeah. it. Yeah. But causing, what's causing them to go to the drill is your outside leg. Yes. Yep. Yes. Your outside pressure. Yep. And yep. then you're trying to place that leg where it needs to be to have that in um outside hind foot stay in one place one place so if that hip's starting to go in you've got to move your foot forward a little well if i the ribs get out if right, the shoulders right. fly you're killing me here people <laughs> you're killing me stay back there on your butt and turn around and <laughs> We got to move on, dude. <laughs> these people, these people are turning off the machine. <laughs> <Have a, laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, in in he he taught like just so much foundation on a young horse. So so they they have confidence when you blow them up. You have something to go back to. And you can use it in the turn in the finch. You can use it everywhere. on the cow. Oh. You can use it in the spin. It it's works everywhere. so good. And it, it works so good because it works everywhere. And everywhere. you only have to teach him one turnaround. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you no, always have it to go back to. huge part of my deal, too. Yeah. He helped it's, me so much with it. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, I don't do it as good as I used to, but it's still there. Everybody laughs at me about my turnaround. But I'll it, bet she does a little bit of it in the next few days. I bet she does too. <laughs> I'll bet you $100. I want to do $100 right now. <laughs> I could see it in her face when she started saying it like, 
Oh my god. <laughs> That's my problem right now. So I, so I needed you guys to come over here to make me reminisce. Hey, this so is what we do every time we have a recording session. Oh, off we go. <laughs> well, let's uh, lope to the walk. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Figure uh, on that a little bit. Get some control of the shoulders. <laughs> you know, and probably a work ethic. I mean, I don't know anybody else that. Oh, works any harder than him. It's mm -hmm. a, there's not there. It's not possible. I don't think it exists. When I was neighbors with him up there, it would shock me that because I'm all about working at night. Okay, when it's hot, but if there's a cool day mixed in, I'm like, hey, we don't have to work all night tonight. Not Ron Rawls. Mm -mm. Once he starts that schedule, it could be a cool front for two weeks, and it's not going to be over eighty. He so, don't care. He's I, like, nope, this is our schedule, and this is what we're working. I'm like, you're a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, it, nobody can outwork him. Uh, -uh. intense. No. no, intense. He is a he is. He has some focus. Oh, he's amazing. He's ADD too, so that focus is. I know, it's strange. Made, man made. My wife used to say something about that. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> So four and a half years at Ron's, and then what do we do? Yeah, but let's first. Well, you're not going to talk more horse training, are you? No, I want to know, like, what. So you go to Ron now. This is probably the first time you see the cow horse. Ever. Well, I mean, really. Yeah, seriously. And it, in talking to you, it seems like you've seen the cutting and stuff, and it kind of casually interests you. Mm -hmm. Is the cow horse different when yeah. you see it? Yeah, I don't know. And I think that's when I met Ron. And watching him work horses at when, he, when we were at Babcock's and stuff, and it just I just fell in love with it. It was just, I don't know. There was something, I can't even explain. There was just something about it that, I that would, I wanted to do. I would uh, venture to say that maybe you got a little mixture of the cutting where they were taking the wheel, but you still had the control right. that you were yeah. used to from the all-around. Yeah, actually, that's, that's a very valiant point. Yeah. And was it a big struggle for you to go from the mindset of equitation that you had built over in the all around and then switch to especially going to Ron Rawls, who will not tolerate posting and yeah. you have to change? Yeah, I think it's still like a little bit every once in a while it'll kind of sneak in on me, you know, like just to relax and let stuff happen instead of trying to manipulate and make everything happen. Well, but yeah, Russell and I were talking the other day about, you know, when you're a really good rider and you're really athletic, it seems like it's harder to sit and wait for the horse to go ahead and, yeah. and, and do his thing. You know what I mean? Because you're like, well, shoot, I'm in the middle of him and I got him. Why wouldn't I just do it? I can help. I can. Yeah, I got this. Watch I can this. help. <laughs> but we, we were, we sat out there in Tennessee and watched, yeah. you know, people do that and just, and visited. And it was, it, it was amazing. Like it was almost like the better they rode, the quicker they were to do something. Yeah, I know. I struggle with that a lot. I mean, that's one of my biggest things is not letting them do it. I'm always mm -hmm. like, no, no, no. You just wait there. I got this. <laughs> I'm going to do this for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, come on. Come on. I'm doesn't, up here. <laughs> that doesn't always work out so well. <laughs> yeah, it almost never does. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm learning that. It's been a struggle. <laughs> so uh, while you're at Todd, you fall completely in love with the cow horse. And now this is now Ron's, you're Ron's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron's. Sorry. Yeah. So now you're. Yeah. Bullheaded and down. Hooked. Hooked. Very hooked. Yeah. Yeah. So we left Ron's and we... Are you married yet? Yeah. We're married. At Ron's. She got married at Ron's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were, went to Idaho to Black Rock Ranch for a minute. Just a minute. It was oh, about a that. year. Yeah. 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 When they were in Idaho, um, we went there and we were there very, very short. 
and then they were moving back to Texas and focusing on the cutting and stuff. So um, Travis Stewart got us a job with Todd Bergen. So are you showing when you leave Ron's? No. Nope. No, not yet. Neither one of you are showing. No. And so where did Anthony come from? (laughs) Besides Italy. The (laughs) the Tormino clan. The Tormino clan. So like, how did he, how, how did you? He, he worked for Ron in California. And then when Ron moved to Texas, I think he went and worked for Jake Goral at that time. If I remember this right. And he was, he worked for Jake for maybe for a little bit. And then. Um, and then he moved out here to work, work for Ron at Babcocks. And then you met him mm-hmm. and ruined Sparks. his life. <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> ruined I can't all wait hope. to talk to him. I can't either. <laughs> I just, like, so have... she just looked really nervous. <laughs> because she has family pictures today. And she's like, there's time for my interview. There's not time for we'll be in the family pictures we're okay with that <laughs> you know probably yeah it's no big deal we'll just make wesley stand on the table <laughs> oh god you would not have any of this stuff left <laughs> if wesley stood on the table <laughs> one of the most memorable of all parts in the movie is anthony describing how sometimes it's just best not to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> or the part when they, they I, don't, I don't even, I need to watch it again. I don't remember what they asked him. And he said something about taking more psych, uh, psychology. Yes. In university. Yep. And I was yeah. like, did you say that? He goes, I didn't know the camera was rolling. <laughs> and, and what's so beautiful is his delivery is, is, is just classic flat oh well that's anthony <laughs> i know it's so it's unbelievable opposites attract <laughs> uh, <God>. yeah <laughs> you and anthony chris and sarah yeah yeah we go on vacation together it, it's <laughs> just two of them looking at us like we're stupid most of the time <laughs> no they're both looking at you like why did we marry them <laughs> We would have been perfect oh, for each other. God. <laughs> Something would have exploded. And they like. would have deserved each other. <laughs> oh, we married so them because they would funny. be their yeah. balanced. He, he their marriage would end in a gutter. <laughs> <laughs> he, he definitely jail. keeps me in jail. <laughs> balance is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yes. Balance is a wonderful thing. He definitely, yeah. He, so did he, he come from point. riding? Um, His family he, or? Yeah, well, I know he, he grew up with horses, too, as a kid. Oh, okay. um, always had horses. He showed same thing. Um, I don't know if he did 4-H in California, but showed showed a lot and just uh, local shows and stuff, maybe some quarter horse stuff. This is going to be like newlyweds, you know, when we go and then right. ask him and see <laughs> right. how much he really knows about him. <laughs> I've seen the pictures, so I know crazy? it's happened. <laughs> Never rode a horse ever. <laughs> I don't even like these things. Yeah. I just followed her. Huh? Yeah, I was just trying to hit on her, so I started riding, put a hat on. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm going to have to tell him what I said. No. <laughs> That's forbidden. No cheating. No, no I know cheating. he did. No cheating. I know he did, he did show as a little kid um, and rode a lot. They always had horses. His, his mom still has a couple of horses right now, mm. so, yeah. So you guys are married at Ronnie's and you yep. leave, go to Black Rock and then yep. head off to Bergen's. Yep. At Black Rock, you didn't show? No, I just had a couple, um, I just had a couple two-year-olds. I showed in the cutting a little bit. Actually, I showed a couple of times when 
I went and helped Grant because um, I didn't have so a ton of horses to ride yet. So I showed a couple of times in Washington in the cutting. But, I mean, no cow horse. No, I didn't show anything. I just did two-year-olds and showed a cutter a couple of times. So then you head off to Todd's. Mm-hmm. And how old are you guys about when you go to Todd's? Do we have Ish. to say age? Do we have to get age into this? Well, I don't so know. So if you're 40 now. And- I'm not 40 now. <laughs> we can just count backwards. <laughs> 43. I was um, about 20. There's um, a little Canada in there. A bolt. A, bo- a boot. A bolt. A boot, eh? I would have been, I don't know, 20. Mid-20s. I mean, you don't have to I've be been perfect. about Yeah, mid-20s. Mid-20s, late-20s. like that. 25. And Anthony is... He's about four and a half years older than me. So he's, uh, so he's almost 30. He's yeah. late 20s, 30s. So you guys go to Bergen's. Mm-hmm. And then what? Well, we were there for five years. And what were your roles there? Uh, we rode a lot of horses. Were you doing a lot of two-year-olds? <laughs> is Veronica here? I'm telling you. <laughs> it's a Canadian thing. Uh, my Lord. You usually can't shut her up. I <laughs> picked a hell of a day to get quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we got we Ben here it. for crying out loud. We were interviewing we Ben in Ardmore, and he was talking, and he just went blank, like catatonic. In a sentence. In the middle of a delivery. And like sounded really I've good. I've got to quit using that word. What? Well, everybody says like all the time, and now I'm catching myself doing it. Good job. You're a valley girl. What did I tell you? Valley oh, girl. Like Lord. totally, dude. Um, no, Anthony did. So Anthony did all the two-year-olds. Well, yeah, he did. So what'd you do? Um, I don't know. (laughs) Drug arenas. God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony didn't do that too? Yeah. Um, For for the first little bit, I didn't, I mean, I I think until I kind of got in the groove of things and maybe talk a secret, I could maybe ride a horse and not fall off. Um, I, I legged a lot of stuff up. I had a couple in my string that I was just probably fumbling around on trying to figure out his program and he had a lot of horses so I was busy saddled a lot for him for a while saddled a lot for him mm. took him horses a lot oh, turn back fetting horses was Fed there horses, a, turn back. was there any special accessories in your bunkhouse at Todd's <laughs> no there wasn't <laughs> weren't you there right after Trapper around the same time yes <laughs> I love this story from Trent Peterson I feel like you're going to have to tell it. (laughs) Trent says, I go to Todd's. And this is when Trapper Lowndes is working for him and his wife at the time. And he says, Todd's so proud of this new bunkhouse they built. He takes him in there to show him. And he says, it's just kind of a studio apartment, the way Trent explains it to me. He's like, this is the kitchen. And this is the living room. And this is the stripper pole. (laughs) 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 and so that was there and so i had to ask aaron if it was no right it was an add-on feature so aftermarket aftermarket after aftermarket yeah so i didn't know if aaron was doing some you know they have like yoga that you can do with a stripper pole i didn't know if she got into that while we were up there i was pretty busy So radio no for <laughs> Radio does not. Did it, did it rotate like a real one? I never touched it. I don't know. In these days of COVID, hey, what do you mean rotate like a real one? 
How do you know all that? Hey, shit. <laughs> it was Everybody on a platform. Knows. It's on a movie. I saw it on a the movie The thing once. about the podcast is there's no way to see the redness <laughs> <laughs> of Aaron Dormino. <laughs> <laughs> the it's sheer summer. It was belief. so I hot be doing in that outdoor pen today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron, I'm going to give you a little code word. It's So what is the social structure of Thailand? <laughs> <laughs> I've reached it. <laughs> oh my God, I'm glad this is not televised. <laughs> oh, it's fun for us. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. You know, that's the worst thing about being interviewed by someone that knows you. <laughs> right? So where were we? Something about stripper poles. <laughs> I got lost a stripper pole. <laughs> Horses, right? Did he yeah. make you guys take it out? Uh, it left <laughs> when Trapper moved. Oh, the, the pole left. Gotcha. Yeah. So it wasn't there. Well, he was still there no, when we yeah. were there. Oh, he was. was yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Oh. For for a little bit. I don't even know how long. But oh, for a little I bit. You. I you. And we overlapped a little bit. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So it was just crazy. enough. <laughs> Yeah, You'd be the one to know about overlapping <laughs> in stripper poles, I reckon. <laughs> That's just too easy. I set myself up. I, I was, <laughs> I'm trying to move on. I'm afraid she's going to pass out. From Can you pass out from blushing? Holding your breath. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, anyways, you're bringing tons of horses to Todd. Yeah, yeah. And he let you ride a few. Mm -hmm. And then, how do you move to the show pen? <laughs> when? How long till you move to the show pen? Um, gosh, I don't remember the time frame. It was a little bit. It wasn't right off the bat. Um, the first, I think, the first horse he ever let me show was um, just this little little gilding. Um, I showed at Brasada, the show they just had. Have you heard of Brasada? It's it's a mm -hmm, really mm -hmm. awesome little show. Mm -hmm. And I got to show there. I think that's the first horse that I ever showed with In the him. cow horse. Yep. And it was a wreck for a second. <laughs> what went wrong? Everything. <laughs> I like to call those GPS runs. <laughs> because it's like, you feel like your GPS goes out. Yeah. And you don't know where you are for a minute. Lost. Kind of like so Russell lost. and his surfing. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that'll happen. Yes, but you just don't know which way to swim. Underwater. Yeah, I was which really lost up? for a while. Um, but it was good for me. <laughs> it <was> embarrassing. <laughs> Humbling everything that comes with it but it was really good um so i showed him then i didn't show him very much just once or twice <laughs> weird <laughs> weird, weird. That todd took you off of that one <laughs> so that's awkward <laughs> <laughs> sorry owners know why they don't let me keep showing no i thought she was ready mm -mm. <laughs> Guess not. I don't know why he can't explain to his owners that I'm ready to go horse show after that. So he won a horse show. I got a horse for sale. Hey, we always go on about um, people giving them a chance and that's how they break out and start. Well, sometimes it doesn't work. Right. That didn't work. So then I got Murphy. Todd still has Murphy. His turnback horse. Big Bay turnback horse. Yep. I think, I think it was right after that I got Murph and I started putting him in the bridle. I think Trapper showed him actually at the fraternity for Missy. Missy owned him. And he was turned back horse, and Todd's like, you know what? Why don't you get Murphy ready? You can yeah. go show Murph. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I did it. And they let me show him quite a bit, actually. That's, I mean, he probably was, I showed him at um, the Derby and the Limited Bridal stuff. I showed him, I showed him a decent amount. I think 
obviously, I think a year had passed, so I probably showed him at Brasada again. And I mean, I showed him a decent decent amount. And he was a five-year-old? He would have been six. Six-year-old. Mm-hmm. Six-year-old coming. Yeah, six. Yeah. And that's the hard thing sometimes at being one of those big top-end riders mm-hmm. programs. Most of those people don't aren't really interested in no. having a limited open horse. Not at all. No. So not if all. they're not going to be make the open string, they're no. like, got to go. No. And I understand that more now <laughs> yeah. than I did at the time. Yeah. I right. do. I mean, it, it comes full circle. I get, I get it more now. Um, but no, so... And then there was... Uh, honestly, I bought... When I started working for Todd... Well, I went there with a horse, and we were allowed a stall each. So I would buy two-year-olds and make them, mess them up, put them back together, mess them up, put them back together multiple times. And if I could sell them and make some money, I would. And then I had my first fraternity horse, I believe, that I got to show at the stock, the NSHA show when it was in Paso. It was a little Cat's Marauder mare that I owned. Mm. And I won the level one on her, I think, maybe the limited. Yep, I think Won the, the limited, flag yeah. that's hanging in our arena right now. Thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. that was nice. That was so you were early, you were late enough that you come through the level one program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Outstanding. We've had several interviewees yeah. that have come through the level one yeah. program. That one, level, <clears throat> that. one at Cowtrack. Yeah. They're a sponsor. That was a great prize yeah. for yeah. that. That Cowtrack was amazing. I mean, that's literally what I work at. I mean, that's yeah. what's in our, that Cowtrack stayed boxed up until we moved to Lipan. Yep. That nice. was brand new at Lipan. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yes. That was several yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Because we... Um, I wanted it Todd's, and we were there for probably three more years after that. And then when we went to Gardner's, it stayed boxed up. And yeah, because that would have been in 11 was the first year for the level one, I think. So I think I, I don't know, I got the buckle in the case. It was maybe, I don't, I don't know what year it was I won that, but yeah. I think so, because I think that's the year Matt showed, Matt won mm. the level one. See, mm. I think Matt was out of it when I showed it. Matt, Matt had won himself out oh. when so I showed him the level one. So it's probably closer to 13 or yeah. so, huh? Yeah, 12, somewhere 12, in there. 13. I should have had a timeline of my history right here because I don't. Yeah, well, we're not <laughs> good at following timelines like right now. So when you went from Ronnie's mm-hmm. to Todd's in the programs, what was the big change you saw? Or Ta- so Ronnie, did? Um, I think the big change for me in the two programs is Ronnie was very hands-on with, with us, like every day, very hands-on. And Todd basically threw me to the wolves. <laughs> Sink or swim, little girl. Sink or swim, girl. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the hardest change for me. He let me hang myself so many times. He would get on my horse, and it would be terrible, and it would leap through the air, and I would cry. (laughs) (laughs) And then he would tend to back and tell me to fix it. (laughs) And tell you what to fix. That crying's the worst, I'm going to tell you. From the other side of that coin, that crying. Yeah. Really, it's hard on a guy. It was pretty pretty rough for a bit. I think Don, yeah. Don Murphy made me cry one time, though. He told me he thought Carol Rose might have been right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, just for a little bit. <laughs> then you worked yeah. out of it. <laughs> I mean, I think it was a drastic change going from one from Ron's program to Todd's program. They're just, they're so different, both incredible horsemen, but completely different programs. But... I mean, Ron taught me foundation and basically for, I don't know, I feel like I've said this a couple of times, lack of better words, kept his thumb on us, you know, like do it this way, not this way. And then Todd basically was like, here you go. Don't screw it up. And then I screwed it up a lot. Yeah. And he knew you were going to. I knew I was going to. Yep. 
Yeah, but I, I think I learned, I learned so much there that way because you don't learn if you don't mess up, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you if you don't make fi- a mistake. And- when you figure it out yourself, you know it so much better. Mm-hmm. So the Murph horse, did mm-hmm. Trapper train that one? Is that what you said? I think so, yes. Yeah, I, believe, so. I believe so. I wasn't there for the beginning of his career, but I believe that's... So that's that was the beginning of his life, yes. and he was good. Yeah, he was a really nice horse. I mean, yeah. was he, was he, was he a world beater? No, but no. he was amazing, and he taught me so much. And he was. Thank I, God he wasn't, or you wouldn't have got to ride him. That's exactly right. Yeah. I would have never got to ride him. Right. So yeah. he I was a great. loved every opportunity to have him there. And there was a couple others mixed in there um, that I got to show. There was another fraternity horse here or there, but never more than level oneers. I mean, they were usually only about level one or type. Type mm-hmm. of horses, fraternity horses. I think I had, I think I had two that Todd had gotten me to show, and then the rest I owned. Yeah. And then um, a couple older horses I got to show CD DVD once oh. or twice in the bridle when That's Todd no had That's no level one or. No, that was pretty nice. <laughs> and I, I think I, I think I won. <laughs> I didn't even know what to do. <laughs> I won that bridle class. I was like, this was so easy. Yeah. <laughs> that one was easy from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and Trapper, I think, started that one too. Did he? Yeah, when we were at Carroll's together. There yeah, was Trapper a- can train one. He had a fraternity horse back there at Memphis that was wow. Yep. I mean, wow. Pretty, awesome. pretty work. Yeah. Yep. Well, so, was- Todd's program mm-hmm. makes people. They do. Really makes people. Mm-hmm. So, how is it that you head to the show pin more and Anthony stays at the two year old deal more? You know, he he didn't really want to show. I have had this conversation with him so many times about... I can like, imagine. After I know, ha- I really every have. other I really overdose ha- of White Claws. <laughs> <laughs> I really... Ha- I mean, I ask him even to this day, I'll be, I'll, you know, do you want to go horse show? And he says no. And I'm not going to argue with him. I mean, I'll keep asking, <laughs> but I'm not going to argue. <laughs> um, but he, he, I mean, now, skipping a few years, he... I mean, I can follow him, and he does such a good job on the two-year-olds. I mean, how can I argue I know. if he wants to stay home and ride my two-year-olds? I can't argue with that. Well, he comes to the shows with us, but, I mean, if he wants to ride my two-year-olds, he knows how I ride, and he knows, you know, what, what I do. So, I mean, I'm not going to argue if he uh, It's phenomenal Mm-mm. to have someone that you're that close to doing your two-year-olds yeah, no. that you're probably never going to lose, and he knows you. <laughs> so, and then yeah. when you go to getting in trouble yeah. as a three-year-old. I just give it back to him. Well, and he, he knows. He yeah. already knows the horse, knows the rider, That's happened. That happened this year, actually. It's been a little while since that happened, but I was having hell with a three-year-old earlier this year, and I just, I was fighting my head terrible, and I just got off one day and handed him the reins and sat there and watched. It ended way better with him than it did with me. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I was very pleased with the end result. Yeah. So, no. And that was easier than him telling you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the other club that we're in. Yeah. Right? That we work together with our spouse, spouse. all yeah. the time. That's and, you know, I mean, you guys don't have to necessarily show head to head as much. Right. But it's still a day to day grind out 24/7. there 24 7. Mm-hmm. And Lord knows we weren't meant to be with each other 24 no. <laughs> 7. I mean, it's no. just not, you no. know? And like it's, it takes know. something. Yeah, it takes yeah. A, a little extra something to work with your spouse. There's, there's just not tons and tons of married couples in this. No, for long. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Todd, Todd just went forty years. Are you serious? Last week, 
<laughs> they celebrated their 40th anniversary. Mm. He got married when you were born. <laughs> <laughs> I am <Close>. not 40. <laughs> 1980 was a great year. <laughs> it wasn't 1980. <laughs> but no, I mean, we've, we've had a, we've definitely, I think everybody that works together 24 seven goes their rounds, but we've learned how to work together really well. We've learned to pick our battles with each other very well. Oh, we pick good battles now. Yeah. Mar- <laughs> married people know what you're talking about. We, you know, and it's a luxury now. We have two arenas. <laughs> <laughs> so we can just go ride in separate arenas if we need to. It's great. Go over there. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. In about seven hours. <laughs> Sarah and I just have, we have two flags. And so at most on flag day, usually our backs are turned to each other most of the day. That's even better. <laughs> if we want the other one to turn around, yeah. we'll ask. <laughs> There's something to be said about that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good. No, I think we work together well now. It took us a little while, but we're it's maturing. We're maturing opposite. with age. <laughs> we are maturing. It's excellent that you don't have similar personalities. Oh, thank God. When you're training. If we were both like me, I think one of us would be dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> From the size of him. Oh, God. I don't like your chances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she's mighty. She's small, but she's mighty. Mm. Mm. Uh, God. Yeah. No, it's... And tenacious. And tenacious. <laughs> yeah, it's... I made her so mad at the... I was trying to pump her up for the fraternity when she won second. I can't remember what you did in the rain and or something. You're getting ready for the fence work. and You didn't uh, tell her she looked nice and to have fun, did you? No, I that's, told her, uh, well, that's pretty good for a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and she went in there like she was going to eat that cow. <laughs> Don't worry. I do. The, you should have seen the look on her face because it was kind of like I was going to say something nice and comforting. And I said that and the sparks. <laughs> they flew. Oh, it was so fun for me. <laughs> Anthony, these are the code words. <laughs> no, yeah, he, it's, it's probably not as good to use that when you're married. <laughs> you know, it's funny when you're married. Um, he is probably one of the most, other than Chris, probably one of the most brutally honest people with me. Like, doesn't cut me a break at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I say that because my, my friend over here, I always know he is going to tell me the truth. If it looks like... But he sugarcoats it. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe at the beginning of our friendship, he used to sugarcoat it a little bit and be kind of nice about it. But anymore, he was like, that was pretty terrible. I'm like, okay. That's right. That's true, I need, right? I need that from you also. I know, I know. I know. But it, I mean, you don't get better if somebody tells you it looks nice right. and you go watch your video and you're like, that look really? Yeah. Really? That you thought nice? that looked nice? You thought that looked nice? Is that what I look when I'm nice? That, that's nice. <laughs> Is that the best you've seen me? Wow. And I've had that. You have that. People always say, oh no, it was okay. And I'm like, I go watch the video. I will go watch tape back. So I'll believe them until I watch tape back. And then I watch tape back and <laughs> I'm like, oh, ugh, that was rough. <laughs> that was not nice. God, always watch tape. <laughs> Always video, watch the tape. Video don't lie. Video no. doesn't lie. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Why no. did those judges mark me that low and watch the video? How yeah. did they mark it me that low? It always shows up. It was awful. Yeah, it always shows up. Mm. Yeah. 
Just don't watch your video. <laughs> <laughs> Always watch life, your video. <laughs> life will be so much happier. <laughs> so what do you think was the biggest thing you got out of Todd Bergen's program? I feel like I've answered this question so many times. Remember what you said? No. <laughs> I don't feel like there's a long, awkward pause right here. <laughs> we'll edit it. Okay, good. No, we won't. <laughs> you know, I feel like Ben used to edit more. I feel like he's just kind of left us to the wolves lately. I know. And now we'll talk a little bit so she can think. Right. <laughs> no, uh, there's a hundred things probably. There's there no, there there really there's so there's so many things. Um, but I think one of the things that I always go back to, I always go back to it and I probably easy, most easily forget it is letting them make the mistake and then fixing it. And maybe that probably that can pertain to all three events, but I very readily forget that and have to tell myself that daily. Like, let them show you what you let them show you what they know, and then you can always go back and fix it. And when I what I'm thinking of when I say that, what comes to mind first is is running and stopping. You know, it's easy to keep your thumb on them, but he used to say that to me all the time. You know, let them let them make the mistake before you reprimand them for. But that pertains to everything. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and I follow that through in everything now. But that's, that, that is one of the biggest things that, that readily sticks with me. Which is kind of funny because Todd and Ron Rawls have two entirely different programs. And you kind of got the same thing out of both of them. Out of both of them. And they let me get there in different ways. Yeah. You know, Ron kept a sum on me and Todd let me hang myself. And then would put it all back together. taught you the same lesson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny, there's so many with. different ways. At the end result, needs to be the same. Yeah. yeah. As they say, there there's are many roads that lead to Rome. Oh, I thought there was many I mean, ways to skin a cat. Well, that, <laughs> that too. <laughs> and, they, and they skin just like a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, I, I feel like I should have something more profound to say, but I mean, at the end of the day, we were there for five years and I took a lot away from his program as far as training goes. But I mean, if there's something that stuck with me that it was, it was that. And he, he also was fabulous um, teaching us a lot business-wise. I mean, Todd taught us a ton about running a business. A ton about running a business, just... About the billing and... Yeah, and customers and, I mean, everything. He was... That was another huge thing, which doesn't portray to training horses, but when you have your own business, it comes in handy. Todd would always tell us that the, uh, train, the riding them was the easy part. That yeah. is. That's a true story. For sure. Yeah. And, like... What are you talking about? Like, mm -hmm. this is hard. Yep. And you're yelling a lot. <laughs> what can be harder than this? Riding them's easy. Watching you ride them is not. <laughs> <laughs> so talk a little about, you're there five and a half years? No, about five. Five yep. years? Yeah. Well, while you were there, I know... That sometimes, even if you're not in the show pen, something that can build a lot of confidence is getting one ready, mm -hmm. and then your boss goes and shows it. Because I know there was a year that he got hurt. Yeah, that at was, the snaffle bit. Yeah, on my fraternity horse. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. It was um, the year he won it on Shiner's Done Juan. We were at. Um, oh my God! I just drew a blank. In California, we were working. Sea bands, not just you. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I Where thought he got bucked off that WR Philly. No, he landed on his head off of my uh, fraternity horse I showed there. Where, where do they go cut all the time? Oh, in, in Oregon? Uh, they have a bunch of cuttings there all the time. 
Pacific Coast or at um, oh for Pete's yeah the place in Oregon where they have all the cuttings no no no, no California no he oh, said she said California down in um, down in L A Rancho Rancho, Rancho Marietta oh, not even God, close that was terrible. Yeah. How did I forget that? Right. Anyway, down at in Rancho. Age, you know, after 40. Memories, the first thing that goes. <laughs> we, were, uh, we were in Rancho, and he, he did kind of have a wreck on my fraternity horse, so I felt pretty terrible, and that messed him up bad. And we went from there to the snaffle bit, and that's when he was really, really messed up, and he won the fraternity on Shiner's Dun Juan. And so, As I remember, like, he rode him in the show pen, and that was about it, though. I think so, yeah. That was a lot, yeah. School, that was a lot pressure. Him a, yeah, that was stressful. <laughs> that was a stressful year. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out good. But yeah, no, there was, that was a really good year. Um, that was, yes, a lot of confidence building because he had, I don't even remember how many fraternity horses he had that year. And then I showed as well. And he was hurt. I mean, he was hurting bad. He, he couldn't hardly ride. I think he had a concussion. I mean, it was pretty mm. rough. Mm. Learned a lot about show prep that year. I learned a ton about show prep that year. That was probably one of the most, um, probably the best, the, the year I learned the most about everything, getting horses ready, schooling horses. That was a great year. And a stressful year, but a great year all at the same time. I learned, I learned a ton. So. Well, because until you're put in those situations, you know, like I say, I mean, I think I've talked before when I was at Todd's, I got pretty good at riding two-year-olds and I got to show. So I got okay at preparing one. But I had no idea about the transition between the two. That's exactly right? it. Like, I mean, I could ride him like a two-year-old or I could ride him like a show horse, but I didn't know how to make that transition. It was really when I went to Carroll's that I had to learn how to make that transition. And like say, by force. And so same yeah. deal. You were kind of forced yeah. into it. To and f- to- fortunately, by that time, what year did he win the fraternity on Don Juan? Ooh, yeah. Fortunately, by that time, though, I knew his program fairly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank goodness that didn't come a little earlier. Yeah. 2011. That was an 11. That was an 11? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I believe so. So I was three yep. years in. Three years in. Yeah. Because mm. I think it was around 09. The winter of 09, we moved there. Two years in. Dang. But I knew his program pretty good. I mean, by then, obviously, two years. You, you, you grasp the concept. You know how they want stuff done. Well, so now how much com- trust, I mean, now in the situation as a head trainer, how much trust would you have to have in your assistant Yeah, to be like, hey, I'm hurt and can't get this thing ready? I you, that's not fair. She has Anthony. <laughs> well, even with Anthony, I mean, still. There's, there's, there's got to be a lot of trust there. And, that's and, crazy. And that's, that's like putting yourself in those shoes now. God, I don't know. That's a lot. But the older you get and you look back at how people helped you and now you're doing mm-hmm. the main part you're just mm-hmm. like, wow they did so much for me and at the time you're not it. it's like yeah you know i think you could do more <laughs> <laughs> i mean i know i would have the utmost trust in my wife getting one ready for me but i would not trust myself to get one ready for her <laughs> at all yeah it's i mean it's no. a lot when you when you reverse the roles and put yourself a in lot. their shoes right now it's a lot. That's what Lee Deacon told us about you and him. He's like, hey, he's sticking it to me. Went on his own for a while, came back and apologized to Chris. Yeah. Wow, you were really doing a lot for me. Yeah, it's funny when it's role reversal how much you were like, wow, okay. Scratch that. <laughs> yeah. Scratch Never that. mind. Remember that time I was angry? Yeah. <laughs> I take that back. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. In about seven years, you're going to call your mom and apologize too. <laughs> no, I, no, I've already done that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> your kid's only two. Yes. You're already like, yeah, Mom, I don't know how you put up. I did that about a month in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that was. And you didn't even of... pee on her. No. I know. <laughs> Not that I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about Gillen and H&C Wild Rags based out of Michigan, made right here in the USA. These Wild Rags are beautiful. They're the perfect texture. They're not too silky and slick. They're not too rough on your neck. They're the right size. We just tried some on here. Beautiful patterns, updated every week. I and wonder how she updates them every week, Rosa. I don't. She I works. mean, that's a lot. Of st- I mean, how many styles of wild rags are there really? But here's three, and there's one solid one, but the other two I've never seen before. Yeah, I know. I love this, the rust-colored one. They they even make Jake Berry look good. <laughs> With that, he's a superstar. Right? I know. You know, don't take much to put beauty on that man. That ain't no lie. I've been watching him. He's been on the TV. With the Kimes Ranch. Superstar. I mean, oh, yeah. Him and Jade Keller. Yep. Just a... Yeah, pimping it out there in Arizona. I think he's even sporting one of these Gilliland H&C Wild Rags in that commercial. Oh, of course he is. They'll yeah. help you look good. I think we ought to put one on Ben, send him out there to... Uh, well, he is uh, still looking for a woman. This might I help. I we cover his hey, face maybe on the, We need to put it on this farmersonly.com right? <laughs> picture. His profile picture, his profile. absolutely. We need to update his profile. This is we be need perfect. Every week, we need a new Wild Rag. And new profile. <laughs> and uh, if the, we just need to raise him up. A little more and a little yeah, more. Yeah, just get him up we we get over his nose, maybe over his eyes. <laughs> He'll have a girlfriend in no time. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and you can wear it to the Minimart. You have your wild rag on, and they say, hey, where's your mask? Just pull it up. Say, hey, what about now? How you like me now? <laughs> I've got a Gillen Agency <laughs> custom wild rag for my mask. Thank you. <laughs> and they're coming out. With some American-made denim and handmade Western jewelry. Denim wild rags? It'll be warm, though. And <laughs> it'll match our shirts today. It'll match both Since our shirts. we're both Perfect. in the Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> Check them out. www.gillandhcwildrags.com and use the code COWHORSE to receive a discount. Yep. So how did your role change at Todd's? After that show, did he, I mean, he was kind of forced to have that much trust in you. Yeah. And, um, I think from that point on too, that was right around the time Todd was, he was showing cutters, rainers Mm. and cow horses. I mean, we were going down the road with three different events. I know Anthony has his license to drive Todd's Pete. So at the time when he had that, so Anthony was on the road all the time with the big trailer. And then I would meet them here or there um, with the, I think his four horse and his pickup and swap out horses and go home. And I stayed home and rode horses a lot. I was home. I was, I was home 90% of the time. And then like I met them at the fraternity. So Anthony was with him more all the time. So then who had taken over the uh, two year old deal? Um, he had guys kind of come in and out. Um, Adam Johnson, I believe worked for him for a little bit. And then there was another guy from Europe that was in and would ride some twos here and there. Mm. Um, and then I was home a lot, Mm. riding a lot all the time. So whatever, whatever wasn't, whatever wasn't on the road with them, I was home working. And he had already taught you to be alone. I was, I was very comfortable with being alone alone. Yeah, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) If they needed, we would... I remember the one year, I think it was the year that he won the fraternity. They were in Rancho Marietta and 
uh, him and Anthony were there with horses, and I went and met them and with the Rainers, and he schooled the Rainers, and then I went on to Vegas with Rainers, and Anthony went home with the Cutters, and I think, I don't, I don't know where the cow horses were, maybe with Anthony. I don't, it was, we were wow. running multiple fraternities and multiple rigs, and it was, it was crazy. It was crazy, yeah, it was a crazy year. Crazy times. Yeah, we did that. I think we did that a couple of years when we worked for him. We were on the road a lot. And then I was, honestly, because Anthony had his truck drivers, he has his 1A, so he could drive Todd's big truck and trailer. So Anthony was always on the road with horses, and I was home. Todd would. I was drinking from a fire hose. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was busy. So that went on a couple of years. Yeah, that went on a couple of years. Did the showing opportunities increase at all? or A little bit here and there. Not... Not a ton, but I did. I did get to show the the year he won the fraternity on Shiner's Dunwan. I believe uh, was the first year I made the limited finals on a fraternity horse that Todd had gotten me. And I would have the odd one here or there. Not not a ton, but I I did get I did get the odd opportunity to go horse show. So it was it was good. So what caused you to uh, venture out from Todd's place? I wanted to horse show a lot. I wanted I wanted to go horse show a lot. And I mean now where we are in our business i i understand you know how those opportunities don't always they're just somebody wants an open horse it's hard to explain to them you know to give give somebody a level one horse um but that's what i wanted i wanted to horse show and i think todd even said in an interview he didn't think i was ready to go but i felt like i was ready to go so i went (laughs) (laughs) and we ended it was great i mean we love you go straight to gardeners straight to gardeners yep yeah we went to Went to Gardner Quarter Horses. That was in, I think, 2014. 2014, yep. We moved to Gardner's. So, you know, probably one of the trip, that one of the traps with working for someone that well, that good, that high end of a trainer, is their program focuses around great horses. Yep. And their owners want open horses. So there's not a lot of horses hanging around for the assistants to show. No. Even though you're 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 working for the besters and you're mm-hmm. learning that's where you need to learn but then maybe there's not as many opportunities there as there is in a a trainer that's not at as high a level because they have a different set of clientele that'll keep that doesn't mind keeping one around but at todd's program they're so used to him being yeah. at the top so well, that's and what I they're think, going to you know that's why he tried to compensate us by giving us stalls it was like, you yeah, know, anything, right. anything. And they taught him were great. I mean, and if I own something, I mean, they helped us get it down the road. It, you know, I mean, they were very willing to haul anything I wanted of my own to go horse show if he, if he didn't have something for me. So they made it, they made it right. And they made it definitely tried to help us out in any way they could or help me out to go horse show in any way I could. But at the end of the day, I mean, when you want to compete against your boss, you need to go horse show, right? Mm-hmm. And if you want to be one of the best, you got to go horse show. So you got to look out for yourself and put yourself in an opportunity to where you think you can go horse show and win yeah. and learn, learn. The biggest thing is learn. I mean, there was, when we went to Gardner's, there was a huge learning curve in <laughs> training, showing, training, preparing, and showing. Now, was it your first year at Gardner's that the down the fence deal followed you around or was that a little farther in? Oh yeah, no, first year. <laughs> first year. Let's go. So how did, how did that come about? I mean. I don't even, um, I have friends with MJ and they wanted somebody who was new and up and coming and there I was. And it didn't hurt to be a super hot girl. Right. I was very reluctant. <laughs> I think I kicked and screamed the whole way. It was 
rough. <laughs> and now you're a movie star. Right. Yeah. yeah. How it was many great. people can say I that? I can't believe Hollywood hasn't come calling. Oh, uh, I know, right? She turned them down. <laughs> hey, Spielberg, lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I mean, it worked out amazing, but that was beyond stressful. I can't even imagine. In itself, I mean, you're trying, I mean, you guys know you're trying to yeah. not make a complete fool of yourself in the show pen and figure out your program and First have a year. camera following you around. And people are wondering why there's a camera following you around because who are you to have a camera following you around, right? <laughs> I, it, it would just be so much. Wow. It would be so much. <laughs> I hit, second in, I hit year, in some corners. Year, <laughs> second year, third year, maybe out of the box, maybe not so tough. First year. New owners, big expectations. Yeah. Wow. It was a lot. It worked out good. It worked but, out. But it worked a out very great. patient husband. I would have died without him, I think. He was amazing. <laughs> I don't know how he stayed married to me, but I would have died without him. I thank him every day. I really do. <laughs> he said, if I leave her right now, her death is on my hands. <laughs> yeah. He didn't want that hanging over yeah, his head. I, got, I can't. He I couldn't can't have, have done that to himself. <laughs> as soon as this is over, I'm leaving her. <laughs> and then I suckered him back in to yeah. say it's fine. <laughs> oh, well, she's not so bad. <laughs> Maybe I'll stick around. Maybe. <laughs> so how long are you guys at Gardner's? Um, not quite two years. Yep. 14, 15? Yep. yep. And then? And then we went to Stewart Ranch. In Warrego, Oklahoma, Terry Forrest Place. Well, 2015, luckily, I think that's what took the movie so long to come out, because they were waiting for an ending. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> and so, finally, she gets it together and wins second at the fraternity and has this monster fence run that's talked about to this day. Yeah. 228 down the fence. Huge. Like, Huge. Unheard of for a three-year-old. Yeah. And, Huge. yeah, it was... It was an amazing night. That was a that was a fun night to be at the fraternity. That was a fun. That night. That was fun. That was unforgettable. That was a good night. And like I say, I'd won second in fourteen. So I was like, man, I think I said that night too. I was like, man, if second's the first loser, sign me sign up. Sign me up. <laughs> I'll <laughs> take it. I'll take it every day. Yeah, I'm okay ha- with that. Yeah, I get yeah. almost as much money as first, and I don't have to sit out there and do that interview. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was it was fun, and the best part about it was we had a lot of friends and family there, so it was it was a good night. Yeah, it was fun. Was it as great as what you had built it up in your mind to be? I think it was better. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome. And it was kind of a you weren't in that great a shape after the rain work. Two twenty eight cures a lot of ills, and it just launched no, you. No, so the, the the thought that I will never forget was sitting in the tunnel. No, I wasn't. Ter- I really wasn't in good shape at all. I mean, no. I think I was a 13 and a 14 or something like that. I mean, I wasn't an O something, but I, yeah. I was not. Never out on finals night at the fraternity. No, and I just remember sitting there thinking, Jake Telford had just gone, and everybody was tre- screaming, and, you know, he had a good run. He Going a, crazy, yeah. Yeah, he had a great run, and I remember sitting in the tunnel thinking, just work your cow. It is what it is. You know, what, what, you're in the finals, really. I mean, this, this is what it is. And then I kind of forget the whole run. I watched the video back <laughs> to remember it. Yeah. So it was, and I left the arena as fast as I entered. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't even savor it. I trotted at a high rate of speed out of the arena. She you gone. were still pumped. She um, gone. She's gone. Yeah. No, it was, it was pretty awesome. 
there's a blur in there though. I remember sitting in the tunnel and then I remember trotting out of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the rest. Had to of watch it. the video to remember <laughs> the rest. Had to watch the video. It happened stuff. fast. One long. You weren't in there long. I timed it. I was in there for less than a minute. <laughs> I was going to say about 48 seconds. I was I in there less than a minute. I've, I've watched the video and timed how long I was in that arena. <laughs> and it was less than a minute. <laughs> it's funny how that works on them good runs. I watched one of them one on uh, Traveling Jones. And I was like, man, I remember I stayed in there. I boxed way longer than I'd planned on. Yeah. I timed it. 12 seconds. <laughs> I boxed for 12 seconds. <laughs> It felt like I stayed way too long. Yeah, I'm losing this <laughs> I'm, count. Yeah. I'm running him out of air. I yeah. got to go. Got to go. <laughs> yeah. It felt a lot longer than that, but it was less than a minute. It was fun. But what a, had to be such a confidence builder. Yeah, yeah, it was. I can belong. Yeah. I do belong. Mm -hmm. That is some kind of fun when those big ones happen. Yeah. Such yeah, a yeah. fight, such a fight, such a fight, and then such so much doubt and... Yeah. All that, and then, hey, it came together. you know what, yep. you son of a guns? I can get you. Yeah. <laughs> Why not me? Yeah, I'll get you. No, it I'll was... get you again, too, sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work our way there. <laughs> yeah. So then the dry spots, it helps you get through them a little bit because you know it has happened. Yeah. Can happen. Yep. We're in the beginning. You're not sure if it could happen. Sometimes I just go back to the house and watch videos. <laughs> you just watch the old ones. I've been there. Yeah. Like, remember when I did good? Yeah, this was yesterday. Okay. I'm going to tell myself this was Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they come. Mine are in black and white, so right. it's a little tougher. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, hey, don't worry. The downside of this conversation comes in a little bit. We'll, we're good now. We'll sort of stay good for a little bit. So we go home, we go home from there and mm -hmm. then like, was it, what was the deal there? Like, well, my one second for 30, peace out gardeners, I'm out of here. No, you know, they wanted to um, focus on the kids and the high school rodeo stuff and downsize and you have to respect that. So we, well, you know, it wasn't because you were doing a bad job. You just one second yeah. for 30. So. <laughs> right. Hope not. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Fortunately, Terry and Robert Force, they let us, we were kind of a little bit of a bind, just not knowing where we were going to go or what we were going to do. Um, we didn't have a ton of customer horses yet, but they um, opened up their place to us and we were able to move to Stewart Ranch and start our own program there. And it, we were there for three years and it was amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. So, Oldest family owned ranch in Oklahoma, right? Yes. Yeah. And amazing people. Yep. Yeah, you can ask for better people. Yeah, and that was a neat, neat place up there on the hill. Great cattle and great horses. Yeah, yeah. you can't yeah, ask for a better awesome place to train cows. horses out of, especially when you're stumbling around trying to find your way. So once again, another big life change mm -hmm. going, even though it was a big change leaving Todd's and being your own trainer, but at least you were somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. Steady paycheck. There were Steady horses. Paycheck. There were horses already. <laughs> yep. Now you're your own trainer. Yeah. And no horses. There's well, no built in horse deal. Few, few, well, I mean, couple it's horses. Not, yeah. But, but not. Yeah. Not much. Here's a barn full. Go. Uh -huh. No. So um, Anthony rode some colts for Terry. We had, a, we had a couple outside horses and we owned a couple. You know, one of the other things that I learned from Todd that I just remembered because we owned a couple of really good horses. You know, he always said to keep yourself mounted when you go in the show pen. So we always, I always tried to make sure my mom and dad helped us out a ton, um, but always make sure that you have something to go horse show that's worth going to horse show. And so we didn't have much, but we had some and we were able to go horse show and 
I mean, it was the lower levels, but I was able to get some checks in the lower levels and that brings people and customers and you build a customer relation and just try to be a good person and people kind of like you and they'll send you a two-year-old to start every once in a while. And we were very fortunate and we built up clientele fast at Terry's and Terry helped us out a lot too. I mean, she gave us horses to show and train. So, I mean, we couldn't have done it without her either. So. But probably that's, it's a pretty big trap for someone young going on their own. You get a good horse, you got bills, mm-hmm. lots of bills, mm-hmm. and you sell it to alleviate the pressure from the bills. But if you don't have a good horse, it's hard. You you, no matter go, what. If you don't go horse show on something that looks good Decent. and presentable, nobody's going to send you a horse right. if you're staying at home riding two-year-olds. And you can go on some bad horses to the horse shows that somebody's paying you to do, but you have to have a good one to make up for you it. You have to have a good one. So if they're the judges bad, remember you on a good one, yep. and so the people in the stands remember you on a good one. Yeah. They'll forget They'll forget bad They'll forgive, yeah. If you have good mm-hmm. ones. And so, but. you know, we tried to keep, I tried to keep, you know, we always tried to own a decent one to keep ourselves mounted to make sure that I always had something to go horse show to hopefully try and build on that. Okay, it's funny how much you have to do that, and you know, like... Listening on Andrea's podcast, they talk about, you know, not owning your own or like mm-hmm. the conflict that it puts you in with your clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I found that, man, I'm going to ride the best one. Mm-hmm. And if I owned it, I'll guarantee there's, if you want to own it, you could. Yeah. Right. I mean, yep. you want to buy it, yep. you buy it, but I got this one no. and I'm riding the best one and I don't care whose name's on the papers. That's- well, and we've even said that a lot here about being careful with the partnerships and stuff because you can become so inundated with partnerships yeah. and free riding yeah. that you can't pay your bills. However, that really good one, that it's a, that's yeah. a little different story. Yeah, we've, we've done a few partnerships and knock on wood, we've had a lot of decent success on mm-hmm. them. You know, we come out pretty, pretty okay. So as long as you keep it at a yeah. manageable, number. manageable number. And I'm pretty picky now on what I yeah. Try to be try to be picky now on what I partner on. Like I got I I really want to believe in them. Mm-hmm. Before I partner. People There's and horses. horses. Both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I'm picky. I'm really picky and we're lucky the couple partnerships were great people. Yeah. So partnerships with bad people and bad horses don't work out. No. Makes it tough. So we're up there at Stewart Ranch for 3 years. Somewhere along the line we have Wesley Wow. How yeah. would that, that happen? I don't know. The stork the fun the magic stork came. <laughs> And dropped Wesley off. Duh. She hasn't had another one, so she knows. <laughs> Figured it out. You don't touch me no more. <laughs> yep, we had Wesley. That was a great place to have him. It was very... So how freaked out were you when you, like, Anthony's doing two-year-olds and you are the sole shower? No words. There are no words for the stress level <laughs> in our household yeah. when I found out I was pregnant. Yeah. A little surprise. Here's we, a kept, little surprise we kept it under you. wraps for a good while, too. Wow. I could tell. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. But he was born in February. Didn't nobody know till Snafflebit. After Snafflebit. November. I think the, rumors, the, the rumors might have started at Snafflebit. After the world show, we went public <laughs> in November. <laughs> yeah. So one thing that is fun, being older, seeing so many girls that, me being older, not you, 
<laughs> so many girls that just don't want to be parents and they're doing their thing and this and then they mysteriously get happened to mistakenly get pregnant and they turn into mothers instant mm-hmm. she had no idea how much fun was there yeah or how much enjoyment comes from it yeah i wouldn't change it for the world it's amazing yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, it has a whole new dynamic to summer hours, <laughs> fraternity season, poor showing, sleep. worry. I thought I was tired before. That no, you had no idea. But I wouldn't change it. What about worry? Oh God, that that doesn't. You didn't even, know what worrying meant. That doesn't even. Yeah, my the stuff I used to worry about before doesn't even register on <laughs> my Richter she's scale. Always, she's always been a little bit of a worrier. Yeah. I know, I know <laughs> that to think yeah. she was worried yeah. and then realize. Yeah. No, it doesn't even register on a Richter scale yeah. anymore. The stuff I used to worry about now it's completely different. Now it's awesome. I wouldn't change it. I love it every second of it. Even if I maybe complain, I'm tired occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. It's perfect. Yeah, it's great. I haven't even got to the bad stuff yet. I know. We're only two and a half or two and five months. Oh, Worry about coming. him coming home when they get their driver's license. Oh, he's not going to get his driver's license. That doesn't happen, does it? So <laughs> while I was at Memphis, Tana's at home mm-hmm. with my son, Ace, who's autistic, you know, and uh, she's he's cleaning pens and she has the feed truck and the and the car there, and she says, clean the pins, this and that, come back and get you. She goes home to do something else, and in about 20 minutes, he drives in. It's he's seven miles. It's, he's 16, but, oh. but he's autistic. Well, it's seven miles on Highway 29. Got done with the pins, got in the car, and drove home. Perfect. One less thing to worry about. <laughs> Don't got to worry about going to pick him up. That's what he thought. That's not what she thought. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the kind of stuff. So excited. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to get better. <laughs> I get that house built on the ranch. No reason to leave. Real soon. We need to work on that. You got, oh, you got 14 years. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Phew. Got yeah, yeah, 14 like, years to get that house built. And your Ten. ranch is a little farther than your house from my yeah. house. So that's good, too. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you only got about 10. He's already out of control. I know. Yes. There's no governor on him. None. Wait, they're headed home, so you're going to get it here in a second. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. Well, that uh, Spud's little boy, Spud's little boy pedals his tractor from the house to the barn one morning, and they don't know it, and, like, he just shows up at the barn, oh. and it's like, I don't know, it's half a mile probably oh, down the driveway, geez. quarter mile, I don't know, it's a fair ways. Shows up the barn on his tractor, and they're like, whoa, boy, what are you doing here? My friend Scott Trueblood had a little boy, had two little boys, and um, the oldest one, there's a, a kind of a road. It's not a highway. It's just a road, and there's a lot of gravel trucks on it. He takes off on his tricycle and is going down that road, and the gravel trucks are going by, and one of them brings him back. He's like five. One of the gravel trucks brings him back. Nice. Oh, Early yeah. days hitchhiking. I think it was a great, somebody brought him back. <laughs> but the big thing is the gravel trucks didn't run over him. No <laughs> kidding. Dang. Oh, that so would have made it me. It seems to me like I may have just gave you too much to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my, great. We know you have that house built soon. <laughs> Karen, 
Ben's heart murmur just acted up. <laughs> yeah, right. That surgery I had a while ago, it's going to come back. I need another one. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what's really fun is losing him. Oh, like that's... At a horse show or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Uh, that's why you got to have them make sure they're badly enough behaved that they'll bring them back. <laughs> Nobody wants to keep them for a minute. (laughs) Don't make them too cute and cuddly. (laughs) They would return ours fast. (laughs) He's real loud right now. (laughs) He just needs to, he just goes into automatic what's a lion say mode and away we go. They'll bring him back quick. I don't know where the off button is. I found the on button. Can't find the off button. No off button. (laughs) Wait, just wait. He's going to be shocked when he comes in here and there's people in his house. <laughs> I bet we parked in Anthony's way. Oh, you're okay. He can pull off over there. So we're at the Stewart Ranch. We've got a Wesley. We got a Wesley. And now it's time to say. Hey, so we got to dig on that a little bit. Dig on what? Well, like, how about having a kid and not knowing it was happening and. Having to go back to showing, I mean, that's the that's something me and you don't have to worry about. What about those struggles? Or that, were there any or what? Yeah, that was, I mean, it was hard because I had to have eight weeks off because I had to have a C-section, so. Hey, that's not no picnic. They made me Gee, not Because you rode right up to the end. I mean, shoot, I remember we did a photo shoot for J.W. Brooks hats, mm-hmm. yeah. Western Legacy, mm-hmm. the weird combination of the two. And two days like before I had two him. days before you had him, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, We want a butt shot, and you're like, No, I'm pregnant, get out of my no. <laughs> that was, that was little, I don't like those, <laughs> that was real awkward. Talk. Yeah, that, that was real, that is that was real. That, yeah, right yeah. up there in the old uh, whatever they call it, the VIP room up yep. above the Will yep. Rogers. You were there, yep. We had our little silver toothpicks. Yeah. Yep. That and Aaron had a baby. And I, <laughs> I had a baby. I had to go up a size in a shirt. That was the worst part. <laughs> I couldn't get my shirts done up. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that took that took a little bit to come back from. Only because it took a little bit to feel normal again. Because they basically cut your stomach muscles. Oh, for my any Lord. for nobody who's had a C-section. <laughs> so no one's been involved. So my wife has to ha- had to have one the first time too. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I ride that morning. I mean, I go, though. They tell you when it's going to happen. Yeah. I go in there, get done with my last horse. I got plenty of time. I go in there with my spurs on. I'm thinking, why didn't everybody do this? This is so much easier than guessing. When they get done, it's like someone took a lawnmower blade and cut you from hip to hip. You have no stomach muscles attached to one another. And I'm... This is horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. And and they want you guys to get up that day. Yeah. I thought I thought it was awful. <laughs> yeah. It, so that know, was a way harder heal up. Yeah, it took a lot longer. Um, it, I don't know. I mean, it took. I was so used to being so physically active, and I worked out a lot up until I had him. So I had a lot of core strength. Yeah, but they cut your core in half. And then when that goes away. <laughs> You don't have anything. It's a really, it's a, it was a rather helpless feeling for a little while or a long while. A long while. Because it wasn't long before that that we did the Tough Mudder, right? Right. Yeah. Um, well, no. Right. It would have been a year before. A year. A year, year before. before. Yeah. yeah. 
but like she Still. was in really good shape. Yeah. I mean, she like I mean, we did a twelve mile tough mutter. Yeah. And so that that so that how was long the hardest does it take your me. stomach to Takes, feel normal? So I mean, not glorified. It was a year before I started to feel fairly normal and riding so many horses a day pain free, you know, because it's fine if you ride one horse, but by the end of the day, it w- I would get maybe a little sore. Mm. In a year. Mm-hmm. And so when you, you had to have eight years, uh, eight weeks off mm-hmm. and what's it like when you start back in week nine? I walked and trotted. <laughs> That's all I did but just to try just, and get my sea legs back a little bit. Cause I mean, you lose all your muscle tone. You can't, you can't do much. So, but with your stomach, just about, you don't know how much you use your stomach. Yeah, you and they, they scared me pretty good because my doctor knew how active I was. So he kind of scared me to make sure I wouldn't work <laughs> to oh. make sure I listened to him. Well, it's not like you could even keep your legs up. I mean, if you don't no. have your core muscles, like you're not even being able to work your legs no. or arms really or anything. Yeah. So it, it took, it took a, it took a little while to come back from it. I mean, just to get in shape and I tried to try to run, but then you try and juggle riding horses and a baby and exercise, exercise got gone kind of left yeah <laughs> didn't happen well you can't saddle no no and it, no saddling saddling actually was one of the worst things i would yeah, think that yeah one of the worst didn't feel very good yeah but especially the shorter you are and the farther that mm. saddle has to go the you more you're relying on those mm. mm. yeah, it's terrible mm. but it's, we made it through it worked out it was good yeah people just my wife came off the epidural She's not great with pain pills anyways. Mm-hmm. She never really complains about pain. And one day she called, about a few days after we're home, calls me to come to the house. And she is laid, she's in a fetal position on her head in the bedroom and says, take the baby. I can't. Like she could not do it. Be the, the coming off of the pain, that epidural was what just killed her. Yeah, my mom, my mom stayed with us for, should it had to have oh. been close for two months. That she stayed six weeks. Oh, it was amazing. I couldn't have done it without her. She did everything Unreal. that she could. Yeah, she, it was awesome. And everyone goes on about childbirth, but our second one came too soon. So they, they had told her she would have to have C-section, C-section again. Yeah. And, but he came too soon. He came like, um, I don't know, a month too soon or mm-hmm. something. And she went in there and went to labor so fast I couldn't do it. She said the instant he came out, she was ready to step up and go it was so much easier physically the aftermath that's what birthing not so much but the aftermath that's what sarah said she was like as soon as we were cleared out of the hospital she was like i feel fine yeah your wife is amazing yeah she recovered i mean it was fabulous i was i told her i don't know how i tell her i tell her all the time i'm so jealous (laughs) so jealous of you right now I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. You and Sarah started the COVID. Make this. Yes. She I She started also, the COVID. I also canceled, believe that too. Canceled all the horse shows. Like she missed too. one horse show. Yeah. Oh. I, mean, she, I believe it that was, too. Yeah. yeah. She, fed, she fed the bat to the dude in China. I mean, the whole works. <laughs> she, your, Sarah is amazing. I, I tell her, I tell her all the time. I'm so jealous of her and her recovery. Cause Soldier. She is incredible. Yeah. I struggled for a little while, but. I mean, well, when they cut you in half, you'll do yeah, that. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, little bit of a <laughs> I think not she said so that fast. Too. She's like, you can't compare them. <laughs> no, that's, that's not the same. Yeah. But. I saw both sides of that deal. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so why did they have to? Did he get he was backwards? Breech. Yeah, and he wouldn't flip. He was tired of banging his head on the saddle horn, <laughs> yes. so he turned like, around. I'm a little I gotta get out of here. I'm a little concerned about the about my yeah. child's self preservation. Well, because did, she did not turn around. <laughs> And she has a little dent. I know that dent. I think they can bond to that. I, they're going to have to. <laughs> hey, it'll be that much. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe try to keep the boys away for a little while. Maybe, yeah. Like you say, I'm hoping that she'll, if she looks like me and acts like Sarah, we might have to worry about the boys bad. <laughs> that would be lucky. <laughs> Don't think I'm that lucky, but a man can You're dream. You're not going to be that lucky. man no. can dream. No. <laughs> Good luck. Be a little Wesley. <laughs> Around. Yeah. Oh, such a little meathead. <laughs> one thing so about much. it. One thing about it. I'm close enough to Wesley. He'll be good and scared he by the time. Be. I hope so. Put the yeah. fear. Between he needs Wesley, a little fear in him. Be, between Leslie and the little Volmer child. Oh, they, they shall be scared by the time they're of age. I'll you have so many problems. Way lots of I problems. I mean, there's the um, Edsel's little oh. fast Eddie Edsel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he'll be scared too. Yeah, and then there's um. Oh, don't even go to the right. Ricky clan. Nicolazzi's. Oh, there's the rights. There's, there's Rawls. You know, there were no little kids Cushings. for a long time in the Cu- cow. Oh, oh, the Cushings. Oh, they'll oh, be good Lord. and scared. Thank God they all live And now far they're away. just everywhere. I only have to watch them at horse shows now. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna, pull, only, I'm gonna install a nanit on my kid's head when she gun. turns ten. A what? I'm gonna, a nanit. It's the new baby monitor. It's a video and audio. It's it's pretty the amazing. Hey, check it out, Russell. Check this out. Oh, look! Look at all. You the already water. showed that to me. Yeah. I just didn't know that's what it was. Yeah, it's a lifesaver. Yeah, they're gonna figure that out. You know, Epstein had one of those too. <laughs> 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 nice. See? There's an empty crib. Empty She's crib. already Someone's, figured it out. Someone stole hey, my child. Dummy. Hey, dummy. Oh, my God, you guys. That's, <laughs> that's embarrassing. You both have them, and your kids are in neither one of them. So they're already outsmarting both of you. How do you think that's going to work when she's hey, 13? freaked out the other day in Tennessee. I got an alert. We have our child with us in Tennessee. You got an alert? I got an alert on my nana. <laughs> I pull it up, and I look, and this carpet, this rug right here is moving. Oh, and I'm like, what in the world is happening in my baby's room right now? House cleaner was there. (laughs) Sarah says, I I was like, you're not going to believe what I had just happened. She's like, I'm so sorry. I did not tell you the house cleaner was coming today. (laughs) That's terrible. Uh, I don't really feel like me missing out on all that tech was a bad thing. Seriously, Mm -hmm. like this deal, it was just like in a wave. I know, but look at you. Now you two... Now you two need to be able to look on there and check and feel like you should be able to check and see it all the time. I would go hours without seeing it, and that was normal. Now, the I minute you I can't see them. Uh-oh. We're about to see it. I, now I we're going to see it. I couldn't work without that. That, like, made me sane getting up. I don't know. I thought that was the craziest thing because we'd be at horse show school, and she'd be, I'd be like, what are, who are you talking to on your phone at 2.30 in the morning? She's like, watching my kids sleep. I actually remember you acting like that was a little crazy before you had it. it well, I thought it was a little yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and now it's. My wife's crazy because she wants this thing, and now he packs it around and checks now, it all day. Now it's part of my life. It's fine. <laughs> you went crazy. Of course, my kid has to be in its crib for me to see it. I know. It's crazy you keep looking. Still not. But there. there's not one. 
It's supposed to be there. <laughs> have Sarah put a little doll in there. Right. <laughs> that would be awkward. Give me something to look at. Hey, my favorite game is to jack with the grandmas, though, because you can talk on it and you can play like bird sounds. So when I see that they're in there, I'll play like some bird sounds or some waves. And they're like, then you can see the grandma like, what in the world's happening? Like, it only works once, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's like a video game. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Nanit, baby monitoring systems. <laughs> Maybe they can be your new sponsor. <laughs> oh, shoot. So how much farther do you want to dig on this, Russell, before we move yeah, on to them buying their own place? That was fun. Go on. So we bought you bought our your own place. Own place. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of being an Okie. Yeah. We, we sold our plate. We had a house in Oregon. We bought a house when we worked for Todd in Oregon. Oh. Yeah. Missy's dad helped us, and they helped us find a place, and we bought a house uh, for closure, actually, and we fixed it up, did a lot of work on our own, fixed it up, and so we had that place through this whole endeavor. What, were you and renting it out then, or? Yeah, so we, that we was rented an excellent it. investment for it was a, young assistants. It was, a, that are yeah. doing it, was a, it was the best investment ever. And um, so we decided the market was good in Oregon. We decided to sell. And uh, we needed something to do with that money. So we had a down payment. And we a good friend of ours is a realtor in Fort Worth area. So she helped us. And we found... Um, That'd be Colby, Colby Stewart. Stewart. Travis Colby Stewart's Stewart. wife. Yeah, Colby nice. Stewart. She is what's amazing. her real what realtor is she with? Just yeah. call Kobe just Stewart call there. Kobe, a little edit there, Ben. Yeah. There's some more work <laughs> for you. Can you edit that, Ben? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, he's got to do something. We've made it too easy for him. Colby, Colby Stewart, she is amazing. She helped us find our place. She did everything, and we used that as our investment. And they're back. <laughs> and they're back. They're back. <laughs> they're back. <laughs> they're back. <laughs> Enter Anthony and Wesley. Oh, no. That sounds terrible. It's just crazy. Like, not even in... You, can't, you couldn't even watch it. It was just puddled yeah. on your hand. And that was not as hot as the 60K clinic in that thing. Oh, I can't even imagine. You guys, were, you guys were... I mean, it's troopers. the first time I've been indoors and felt heat burn. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. Because it was, we were trying to get done 9 or 10 o'clock, and you guys didn't start till 9 o'clock. That sounds terrible. No, we start at 7.30, right after it. Well, whatever. You worked right through it. That's horrible. <laughs> it was hilarious. All right. So like, you got your own place bought. Yeah, yeah. With the money from your house. Hey, so that's kind of a thing to say about young trainers. If yeah. you got somewhere to play, somewhere to train, you don't always have to invest in an entire training deal, but just buy a house. Mm -hmm. Get something bought. Get that. Yeah. So then you're not paying rent on the house. But also the equity was probably a huge thing yeah, for you. Yeah, huh? we bought. We bought. We were lucky we bought, right? Um, it was, a, like I said, it was a foreclosure, but it was a great neighborhood. Then you rented it, right? After you left we, Todd's? Yeah. So we went through a, a rental company and they managed it. So it was it was hands-free for us. After, after you got straightened up? Yep. Yep. But you lived in it while you were there? Yeah, so we yeah. lived in it. We lived in it while we were at Todd's. And then when we moved, we put it through a, through a rental company. Yep. And they took care of it. And we had renters in it all the way up till we sold it. So that was paying its own mortgage. I mean, it, was it, was, pay, it was paying for itself and we made a little bit. Yep. Yeah, very Perfect. nice. A little monthly check and a ton of equity. Yep. Yep. And that, we did that for, I mean, she did have to have been six, five, six years, I guess. Yeah. That's oh, outstanding. Wow. Yeah. So how much, so. how, uh, how much gain, what percent of value did that do in that amount of time, your equity? 
and I'm not counting what you, I know you had to spend money putting into it, but just purchased a sale because people can. Yeah, we. Fifty uh, percent increase in equity, maybe. Close. Yeah. Close. Pretty good. So really that was good. Pretty good. Really good. Yep. <laughs> Broken monkey. Monkey with a tail. Yeah, he. You get those from the funky monkey. Go get shaved ice. You get little monkeys. Oh. And then he rips the tails off them. Perfect. <laughs> That way they can't get in the tree and hang away from him. (laughs) They can't get away. Can't get away. You don't got a tail. Give him a monkey. Takes the tail off it. That's outstanding. That's Sam broke part. (laughs) That's evolution. That's all kids are: is a monkey with no tail. (laughs) Thank God for them door handles. We'd be out in the road. Wow, on his tricycle with a gravel truck. <laughs> Good oh, stuff. No, so, so we were able with that, able to um, make your down, make our down payment, and get into a place and live in the dream. Now, live in the dream. So when you bought it, you have the 120 by 120 cover. Yep, and a fairly unusable round pen. It's just grass under cover. No, it's all it's, it's just a cutting pen, but um, it's all under grass. All the footing was taken out of it. it has lights, but. Works really good to tie horses in and turn How big? <laughs> About 120 by 120. Oh, really? A octagon, good size. Octagon pen, yeah. It's real good size. But n- they took... <clears> the big tie area. Yeah, it's a great tie area. That's we, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a real nice tie area. How many stalls? Uh, 21. Oh, wow. Good yeah, number. 21 stalls, six, six really big traps. Yeah, it's a lovely place. Yeah. And then uh, a lot of really good, actually, hay pasture. We bale all our own hay. Wow. Yep. That is good. Yeah. Back to your farming roots. Yeah. Back to our farming roots this year. I think we just got our first cutting. We just got 83 big rounds off of it, off of 17 acres. Mm. Nice. So we're going to get another cutting here in a little bit. So it's been a good summer. It's been a good summer. Yeah. And we just got our outdoor pen done three months ago, something like that. And so did you move into it right after you bought it or did you have to fix up for a while? Uh, we moved into it probably about 30 days after we bought it. Yeah, we had to do a little bit, but not, not much. We're kind of um, fixing up and building as we go. And how many horses did you go there with? About 20. Just 21. Ex- had one like extra stall. Well, <laughs> a lot of those two-year-olds went outside. So we only yeah. had about 15 horses in barn. And then you're renting, you're renting this house right now. And we're renting this house right now. Yeah. Oh, because it's okay. got it's got a house trailer on it. It has a house trailer and a little um, cabin where where Sarah that works for us. She stays. It's a really cute little one bedroom type cabin, um, but there's no main house, so we got to build the main house. Mm. So so here we are in town. And so here we are in town. We're about 15 minutes from the ranch right it's here. Like, oh, that's not bad. The suburban. Yeah. The suburban uh, lifestyle right suburbia here. Suburbia life. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Urban cowgirl. <laughs> something <laughs> so sissy where's that string halter top <laughs> was that a buck and bull buck and bull or pole stripper pole, pole. <laughs> <laughs> the two the two can coexist russell yeah i've heard of it <laughs> no they can't <laughs> <laughs> So now that we're uh, through the timeline, now what the uh, inquiring minds want to know, everybody keeps asking us about the mental side of preparation to horse show and things of this nature. And I've been looking so forward to talking to you about this (laughs) because we've had lots of conversations about such activities. So many conversations. (laughs) Right. 
And so, uh, yeah, let us in a little bit on some of the practices that you do um, daily and at the horse show. Right now, um, there was it, it was rough for a little bit. I mean, you have your ups and downs, and you're trying to build your program, and you're trying to figure out what works for you and what doesn't work for you, and what might work for somebody else that you you know that you knew how to do, but you know you, you need to incorporate it into all three events, especially with the cow horse. And right now, what I'm evolving to at the end of the day is simple as trusting the process, having confidence in what you know to do, how to do it, how to get there, and and wholeheartedly just trust trust the process from start to finish. Don't rush anything. Don't try to make anything happen. And it's okay to let, I mean, for me, for me, it's okay to, to, to let go a little bit of, sometimes I have a really good, I'm really good at thinking of what's going to happen, even though, even before it happens. And so I try to prevent what may or may not happen. And that has hurt me a lot, I think. And now, you know, I just try and trust the process. Trying to hold the shoulder up before it falls. Yep. Try well, to turn the cow before you even have to turn. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate that, but I'm really talking more about like <laughs> when you write things on your arms yeah. and like some serious personal habits that you and I both do. That, in other words, that answer is insufficient. <laughs> that answer is insufficient for me. Yes. <laughs> Even when I used to write in sharp, or when I write in sharpies on my arms, right. all my motivational stuff, I do a ton of motivational um, videos and reading. My latest book that I love is um, "With Winning in Mind." It's amazing. Helps keep my head right. I do tend to have a tendency to take a sharpie and write on my arm. I can and I will. Anything I can to do to keep my thoughts channeled in in a positive direction because I am very quick to worry about what could go wrong. I think spiral out of control, negative spiral down a rabbit hole. (laughs) It's a very ugly, very bad rabbit hole. Um, (laughs) But the good news is, is with my age (laughs) that I'm learning to, to not go there quite as bad. And, um, in all honesty, I, I kind of am figuring out what makes myself tick. So when I go there, I can take kind of take a step back and I can bring myself out of it. It works. It works really well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but well. no, I'm very, I'm very big on the self-motivation and just the positive. I mean, I will, I will ride around listening to, even before a horse show, listening to um, motivational videos and, and speaking. With your earbuds, I've seen it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Keep yourself in the right spot. What do you think the effect of some of maybe the early success, maybe before you felt like you'd earned it? How do you feel like that that affected? Um, that that set me back a little. That hurt me a little. It helped me. It helped me in spots, and it was really good in spots. But it then there was a really bad dry spell, and that was hard to overcome because you wonder, you know, are you are you for lack of better words, a, a one-hit wonder. You know, can you do it again? Were you just lucky? Was it a fluke? Was, yeah. I, was I lucky? You yeah. know? I was still in the early stages of figuring out my program. So I was, I was very much still in the early stages of figuring out my program. So I had a lot of highs and lows, and I might figure out one thing, and then I would stub my toe, and it would completely contradict the next thing, and I might figure out something here. And 
it's taken me, I don't, maybe it takes everybody this long, I don't know, or maybe I'm just a slow learner, but it's taken me a while to figure out, and I'm slowly, very slowly figuring out and getting confidence in my program from start to finish, and how all three programs, or all three events can mesh together, and if I do this, it's not going to contradict this as bad, and if, if I do this, it's, it's going right. to be okay here, and you know, I don't know. I think we all have to develop our own vetting process about the things that we incorporate. Yes. You know, because as, like you say, as you improve one aspect in one event, you may lose something in another event. Yeah. And so, like you say, I think everybody has to just develop their own system for vetting what works in their deal. Yeah. That you can, oh, we talk about a lot about having our own blend. Yeah. You know, because, yep. I mean, yeah, you can watch me and say and give me some you know, say, hey, this looks like this here, this looks like yeah. that here. Well, as you say that, it's not that I don't want to, that I'm not listening to that, but it's like I sometimes I have to filter that out as, okay, well, that looks like that because of this. And so, okay, I'm going to take that information mm -hmm. and do with it what I can over the course of three events. Because if you just say, well, Chris, your turnaround looks like crap. You're back <laughs> way too far. And I go, all right, well, now I'm going to do it like this. And I'm going to, well, all of a sudden, See, everything yeah. gets away from me. And that's, and that's, I think, where I struggled for a long time. You know, I would go, I knew I needed help in places and I knew I needed to figure some stuff out, but I would go, I would take stuff to the extreme instead of figuring out how to make it work for me. I would, I would just go off the deep end the other direction and it would just completely blow up in my face. Maybe not the first day, maybe not the second day, maybe not in a week, but darn sure sooner or later sooner or later it would just completely backfire and and then i'd have to put stuff back together and and that's that's exactly it now i feel like i can take constructive criticism from you or from you and and i can apply it to my program to where i can confidently know okay this is what i need to change to get this result but i can't do maybe exactly what you're saying, but yeah. I didn't know that for a long time. And I struggled with that for a long time. And there was a lot of crying in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, trying to figure that out. You know, I think what you really figure out is so you go somewhere and your horse doesn't have enough draw. So you go to Chris's and his horse has more draw in the whatever in the herd. Yep. And you say, how did you my horse that? doesn't have enough draw. And so you watch how he does it, and you're like, okay, I got to get more draw, and that's, and I'm doing it. Yep. That's how I'm going to do it right there. Well, yep. the way that person, the method, mm -hmm. you need the move, mm -hmm. but the method doesn't completely mm -hmm. fit your program. So you take that method, you put it in your program to get that move, but the method doesn't does fit. not fit no. with everything else. So I really think that a lot of times what we have to, we always have to be getting better. Focus on the move you want, yeah. and then pick your method to get there yep. that if if it fits you because yep. sometimes it's not what you're doing it's how you're doing it and it sounds so okay. simple but i struggled with that for a long time and i mean i i know i'm, I'm still going to struggle with it a little bit because in my mind and i say this to myself daily this should be an easy fix but i got to figure out what that easy fix is this shouldn't be this big of a battle i mean maybe maybe it will be for a minute but is there needs to be an easy fix for this. I just need to figure out what that easy fix is going to be. And, and wholeheartedly, 99% of the time for me, when I figure out what makes that horse tick or what might work for this, for this situation, as soon as I figure out, for me, it is easy. 
and I just do this and this yeah. and these steps and it, and it works, but it might take me two weeks to figure that out of stumbling well, around and falling and, you but, know. And also, Erin, you're old enough now that you've been doing this. You have all the tools mm -hmm. to get any move you want. It's not like when you're young and you don't, not only do you not have the move, you don't have any of the, you don't have any of the methods either. Right. Now, when, well, when we get older, we find, and I'm way older than you, but still, you find a move that you, you're, you've yeah. left out. Yeah. And you just have to go in your tool belt and figure out how to get that move. And then, and then that, that also all comes back down to trusting the process. My process. Mm -hmm. My process is yep. not your process, and it's not your process, but it's my process. And I have to trust, and especially this time here right now, heading into the pre fraternity. I have to have, the end result is not the pre fraternity for me. It's, it's in October, but I can't get wrapped up in what is coming in two and a half weeks, you know, and I have to trust my process and not get ahead of myself. So, so my horse isn't doing this today, but it might be in two weeks, but I, I have to trust my process and, and what I am doing and know that, and it, that has just taken a long time and a lot of, that all goes back to a lot of the motivational you can do this and you will do this and, and it's going to be okay. And, and your program is, is good, but it's, it's taken a long time to get there and we all still stub our toes, but I'm finally getting to where I, I mean, I, I trust my, my program and my process. Well, I have a lot of empathy for the situation that you were in there where you went second and then struggled for a few years Yeah, because I went out there and shoot, I think it was my second year showing the snaffle bit and I go out of the intermediate and I'm an open-only rider at Carroll's, and I go dry for three years. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm making maybe make one major event finals in three years. And I don't have the confidence because I haven't done the work. I really haven't done the work to really feel solid in my program. And so I'm just kind of like, well, it just worked before. It just happened. It just happened. I don't even know what I don't, I don't even know what happened. I don't know what happened. It's I just, I went, it was easy. I don't know what the deal is. And why is this so hard now? And it's not working. And so then it's such a long, there's such a long time span there to where now you're just in the grind. You know what I mean? Like maybe that one horse came along, but now you're just in the grind of, you know, maybe the horses aren't great and you're doing your job. You're doing the best that you can, but you're in that grind for so long until then it gradually starts working. And then it's like, it gives you that confidence. That, okay. Now I've done the work. Yeah. Now I've done the work that I have the legitimate confidence. It's not just I'm 22 years old and this worked once. Cool. I right? got it's, it. I have, <laughs> yeah. I have some, I have, I have something to stand on. Like, Hey, I know that this is going to work and I just, you know, whether this horse is good enough, not good enough or whatever, but you that, it just builds that confidence. Cause like say that confidence isn't real until you've really done that work. That's, and that is exactly it. You mean, you have some success here and there and it seems so easy at the time and then all of a sudden everything seems like a struggle right and you have to survive that grind mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. and like i feel bad almost for the people that haven't been in that grind mm -hmm. you know what i mean like either it's all just worked out or they've just had great horses early but have they really and everybody's been through it i mean in their own way and i yeah. think a lot of times you can look and see oh that guy just got it handed to him but everybody that's successful has been through that grind Everybody's somehow through, or another. Yeah, yeah. And like you say, and it just, it feels like they haven't been through it when you're in it. No, that's exactly. And, and you feel like for me, it felt like, or it, it, you know, it 
felt like there was no light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, that's when you start questioning, should you or should you not be doing this? Because you can't, it just seems like you just struggle. You can't grasp it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you get to trying too hard. Too hard. Mm. Doing too, doing too much over, over training. Yeah. Mm. Over showing. If I would, if the fraternity had only been two weeks ago, I would have been the winner. (laughs) <laughs> right. that's a terrible feeling <laughs> and it happens yeah a lot. it happens a lot it happens, it happens a, lot. a lot I mean shoot if they judged the warm up pin there would be a whole different set of winners every year yeah. every year every week maybe not every week but you maybe. never know maybe, <laughs> maybe. every week <laughs> yeah it's a, it can be it can yeah. be a struggle and you just gotta yeah. stick through it to find out what got you there yeah and I think that gets to be a hard thing this time of year for owners too, because I mean, like say, we just showed a bunch of them the first time out there in Tennessee. Well, there was some pretty disappointed owners out there, Yeah, mm-hmm. but like we went there for education. Mm-hmm. You have right? to go. And I mean, yeah. and I know I had, to, I had to tell an owner, I'm like, listen, like we got our money's worth, worth of education out here. Like, yeah. thank God we came. Yeah. Now, you know, because I was like, this one's pretty good. We got it. She's ready. We got this. In all three events. Like, everything feels pretty good. And we got out there. And, man, the preparation wasn't maybe absolutely perfect, you know. And, like I say, it was hot. Couldn't do as much maybe. And it was just kind of cold turkey and go horse show. And, like, you learned about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, so, we learned some stuff there. Yeah. So that's uh get a little lifeline for those owners on this show because I know – it's not, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, so many people that are our listeners are in that same boat or going to be in the same boat yep. as you're in, yep. have been in, as I have been in. And right. they all, been and in. they just look up here and they're like, that Aaron Tormino, she's got it going on. She's got a little hair flip. <laughs> like, here she comes. Uh, that's all, that's all you need right there. Go, right? Like, she's got it going on. <laughs> no struggling there. Ever. Clear sailing. Oh. But it's all worth it in the end, right? Right. Well, wouldn't it, change it. When you get through it and you get the confidence and you get all the enjoyment out of the riding and you also look at what this industry can do for you, it can take you around the world. It can introduce you to people and things you never would have seen in yeah. any other doldrum job. It's the, um, the ups match the downs, yeah. but the downs match the ups that's just the way it is there's a lot of i think there's a lot of times that we all question ourselves and what we do and why we do it because oh. it's it's so for sure enduring and stressful and i mean the hours sometimes are insane but at the end of the day we can do it with our families we can do it with our friends and if we want to take a day off tomorrow we can take a day off tomorrow yeah we you do know? get to be our own bosses we are our own bosses and i don't think anything can change that but the fact that we can do it with our family and friends and the people closest to us i mean that makes it spending all the time with your family getting to you know with this business you get to raise your kids if you want to yeah that's exactly uh, and there's it. a lot of people off in the city that don't get to well that's and i mean with the crazy times that we're going through right now yeah I wouldn't, how would I wouldn't, you like to i wouldn't be? change anything i mean we Wesley doesn't know any different right now. We take him from the house to the barn, barn to the house. I mean, he doesn't care that he doesn't get to go to town to go to a restaurant to eat out. Mm -hmm. We eat family meals, family dinner every night together. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't change it. We're lucky. We're very lucky. Very lucky. And get to make a living. And we get to make a living. And a good one. A great one at that. So, yeah, that's, that's a good part of it. And as far as the getting down 
from the outside when you're looking at the magazines and stuff, you think everybody's got it made when they're they have some wins. Wesley wow. wants in on this interview. Yeah, I know he's in, man. He's in. I know one question I can get an answer to, but I don't know if I want to pull that plug. If you yeah. pull that plug, you might never get it stopped. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is funny. Usually it's like bottles that are rolling under the table. Yeah. Now it's just wiffle balls. So take us through getting ready to horse show ritual. Rainwork. Oh, like what I do to warm up or? To yourself. Mentally. To myself. I keep it really simple. I go through each maneuver. To yourself. To myself. I go through oh, each okay. maneuver. Okay, okay, yep. okay. Like, I right. go through each maneuver. Um, Visualization. Yep. Very visual. Very visually. I just break it down. And I really, really, really channel my, my inner emotions of not getting ahead of myself honestly and just like make sure I can think my way through it and don't get caught up in the moment when I walk in like I take it as far as lead departures I mean like when I walk through the gate you know what step by step and after each maneuver good bad or indifferent I try and just keep showing through it that has helped me that has helped me immensely um not to get ahead of myself if I have a bad maneuver I try as best I can to forget about it count to myself or whatever and carry on to the next maneuver (laughs) uh but no i i break it down very simple i mean it is it is one maneuver at a time and and when i say maneuver it's not like just the spins or just the stops it is like from the second i walk through the gate what i'm doing where my hands are it is i keep it i try to keep it that that black and white that simple and that basic and never stop counting no matter how bad the spin is i did that don't stop counting oh my god (laughs) count and i tell myself at the end of each stop okay count count i i I, every horse that's the worst feeling in the world when you forget Mm. to start counting and then you're turning you're like oh my lord that feels like three and a half whoa feels and then you're like the worst thing in the world is if you're listening to the crowd after you're after you're done spinning and you're like it just goes and you're waiting for a cheer and and it doesn't matter right like whether they cheer or not but just that you let that get away from yourself Yeah. Like, like th- okay, thank God. That's They're what, cheering that's right why, now. That's why I'm thankful for Anthony at the back gate because I'm like, I'll look at him and I'll go, am I good? And he'll be like, yes, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. That's you're yeah. fine. I, the, the worst three and a half turns in the world will be the best four and a half turns every right. time. Every time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the way it goes. Oh, tell Wrong you this. number, lose. <laughs> That is, that's the worst feeling. I did that to world's greatest one year. Man, that's, that's a heartbreaker right there. Especially when you go back and look at your card and it's oh. going to be good, right? Uh, it's not so bad. I feel like it's going to suck, right? Uh, you know, it's it's be good. Zero is way better than a 202. I know, I'd rather but just that zero is not near as good as like a 21. <laughs> <laughs> miss your first two stops, fall out a lead for half a circle. Just Let's spin, just spin too many four times. times. Yeah. <laughs> just to finish it off. Right. No, just to make it a zero so yeah. I don't have to hear the 187. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And a half. <laughs> I was judging a random one time. They don't have a bottom of a 60. And this poor guy kicked out in both lead changes and reared up. And I ended up marking him like, a 43. Oh. <laughs> There's not a bottom. You have to keep marking this card. And I'm like, and he wouldn't zero? Mike, you're really going to make me call a 43? Oh, yep, he sure did. One second. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. He did not at all. 
<laughs> so, uh, what do you think is your most, your biggest horse-related accomplishment? It doesn't have to be a win, but it can be. I had to preface with horse-related because that don't count. Yeah. I'm a big man. You don't count. Biggest horse-related accomplishment was probably buying our place. That was, I was going to say that one. That's a good one. Yeah. That, that, that feels good. That place is ours. So that's what I would say. Yeah. You got a rock they can't push you off of. No, it's mine. Especially ours. with that big fella on the back side <laughs> of it. <you>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say buying our place. That, that is huge. That feels good. What's your biggest disappointment? That's a hard one because it Be- feels like. There's a lot sometimes, and then sometimes it feels like there's none, but probably um, having that dry spell, making open finals. There's a few of them. That's probably been, that's been hard to, that's been hard to swallow a little bit, coming off of that Wesley of a high, you know, and then struggling to try and figure stuff out. What do you think is the biggest training mistake you see people making? I know the biggest training mistake I make, and that's trying to make stuff happen. <laughs> trying too hard, mm-hmm. I think, wholeheartedly, trying too hard. And yeah. that's what you see in the practice pins, too. Yep, winning the practice pin. I always tell myself, don't win the practice pin. Find a spot to pick on. <laughs> I don't know, make myself feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or quit while I'm ahead. Don't keep going. Uh, but I think, I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, it's trying too hard. Overschooling. No, I think you see that a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a big one. I mean, that's... What's the biggest mistake you see generally in the show pin that people make? This probably goes back to kind of what I have to tell myself all the time, too, is if you feel something go wrong, don't quit showing. Keep <laughs> going. Because that kind of came through in one of my runs earlier. I thought my horse fell out of lead, and he didn't. And I kept showing. But I told myself, I'm like, you just... Because I wasn't 100% sure, and I thought he popped out of lead. And I watched the video back, and he did not. And it was right before my runs and stops, and I almost just... Yeah, body think. language is a big deal. I almost quit, and I just, I just told myself, you keep showing him. Because nobody, the crowd didn't say anything. Oh. <laughs> and I looked over at Anthony, he didn't say anything. So I was like, well, man, I'm just going to keep showing the hell Never out of quit. him, and hopefully it works out. And it did, thank gosh, because I almost quit. Yeah, sometimes you can talk yourself into stuff out there. Yeah. Like, man, you can come to that middle, and man, they can do... They can like stumble in them, like as they slow down mm-hmm. or as they change, and it can feel like a kick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not. And you're like, this son of a gun just kicked out. Man, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to school him now. Yeah, and like, and especially if ain't nobody at the back gate going, "Hey, you're good, you're good, get it, go get some." Yeah, you no, know, and that's or exactly like, it. Hey, you're a point down, go get some. Yeah, like, and that's hey, just, was that a point or was it a five? Yeah, like. I want somebody there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just comforts me. If I come through there, I'm like, I'm coming around there and I'll be looking up. And they'll be like, no, you're good. And that's that's what happened to me that time. I just kind of looked at Anthony. He was like, looks good. And I'm like, really? Okay, let's go. You know, and I, and thank goodness, because I still had a, after that, I had a couple circles to do and I showed him through that. And then depending on what his facial expressions look like was depending on where I went from there. (laughs) Yeah, if. If Sarah's like, well, I got to be careful with Sarah because there's no telling what she's going to do. But <laughs> if she's like head down and walking off, I'm like, yep, just kicked out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if she's still there cheering, if she's still you're there. Good. Well, she ain't cheering, but she might still be there. Yeah. <laughs> That's Anthony. Anthony, I've, he doesn't throw yeah. away the key yeah. <laughs> and say nothing. He'll just smile and he'll keep like, your secrets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I'm safe. Until we get him on here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what would you say your training philosophy is? Well, that has evolved over the years, but this is probably going to sound monotonous too, but for me right now, my, my training philo- philosophy is trusting my process. Trust you your process. You kind of sound like Jason Garrett. I'm sorry. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no it's, it's a good word to say, but <laughs> he went like 10 years saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Believe in yourself and keep your head down. I say this all the time. I've said it for a long time, but keep your head down and do your job. It'll work out. Work your butt off. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. I feel like it's so boring, but. <laughs> boring is boring strangely is interesting sometimes. Yes. <laughs> right? Strangely interesting sometimes. If you could pick one event that you've not won, what would you win? What would you pick? If you could only win one event. Struggling this is, between no, the two. No, I'm not, I'm not struggling. I'm not struggling. <laughs> Well, this is going to be like super far-fetched. <laughs> but if I could win one event, I would want to win World's Greatest Horseman. There's not that many in our group, but... There's one. There's another one. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that there's only two answers to that and that question. I know. There's, oh, like, that's I don't right. know why. I I've mean, been, I don't even know why I word that question I'm pull, that way. I'm pulling out all the stops, man. Because <laughs> yeah. there's, there's only two answers. I go, yeah. I go, I go, I ride all day and I go and rope with one of the best, so... I pull out Shout all the stops. Jackie Crawford. Shout out to Jackie Crawford. Nice. <laughs> what would you go back and tell your 20-year-old self? To calm down. <laughs> <laughs> With a few explicit words in there, maybe. <laughs> and it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. It would still do the same thing. <laughs> but that's what I would tell myself. Yeah. It'll be okay. Maybe it would maybe you would calm down a little sooner because of it. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? I would say right here, but hopefully in my own house, at on our place, ranch. on you our mean ranch. in your apartment next to your indoor arena? <laughs> yeah, in our barn dominium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Doing what we do right now with our beautiful baby boy. Where do you see yourself in 25 years? Uh, hopefully happy, healthy, and still training horses. Yeah, for fun yeah, at ho- our place. Hopefully for fun by then. At live, our, live oak you're, retirement yeah. park. You're going to be like 78 by then. Yeah. <laughs> for fun. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm going for Doug Williamson here. <laughs> That's 40 years. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was checking her math. She didn't I know, She just ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say is the most important five minutes of your career? The most important five minutes. A, and it could be a phrase or something you saw that just like runs through your head all the time. Or it could be one thing that happened to you. Yeah. I think the most important, I don't think it's five minutes. This, this has happened a couple of times, but probably the, one of the things that stands out in my mind the most is when I was reserved at the fraternity and was it um, Corey came up and gave me a big hug and he said, see, you can do it. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Oh, damn. We're getting misty. We're getting I, misty. I did so nice. good for so long. That's what I'm talking damn about. It. <laughs> That's the best one. That's one that plays over and over. Yeah. You love those. Yeah. yeah. You're messing yeah. up my makeup. I have to have do pictures after you this. Family pictures. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I was so good. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm still good. Let's do this. I can talk. It's you good. <laughs> what do you think is the best thing about being involved in RCHA? This is probably on repeat, the camaraderie and the friendship between everybody that does it. I mean, somebody like Corey wouldn't say that to me if he wasn't, you know, a friend or whatever. You wouldn't be brutally honest with me. <laughs> Whether I wanted it or not, if you weren't a friend, I mean, I truly think we're all out here to help each other. And your wife is my best friend and she is brutally honest with me. And I think that is what I love about the NRCHA. I mean, it doesn't matter where you live or what you do. Somebody's going to tell you the truth all the time and only to make you better, not to hinder you, not to hurt your feelings, but wholeheartedly only to make you better and see you succeed. And when one does succeed, I think everybody's happy for them. Then they come and tell you, you can do it. Yeah. I told you, you can do it. Just like Corey. That's beautiful because you know, he meant it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. Uh, yep. I mean, I don't, I, I, you look at the reserve win picture and I don't have a picture that has that many people in it ever in my entire life <laughs> in my reserve. And there's a lot of smiling faces and that makes a person feel good. You look at that picture and yeah, there's a lot of good memories. They're happy for you. Everybody's happy for you. Yeah. Thanks again to our sponsors of this podcast, Gilliland Agency Wild Rags. Check them out, www.gilliland, that's G-I-L-L-I-L-A-N-D-H-C-W-I-L-D-R-A-G-S dot com. And use the code COWHORSE to receive a discount. It's www.gillandhcwildrags.com. Don't forget the code COWHORSE. Well, thank you very much. And I know we could go on talking about these things for hours, but you have family pictures to do. We'll just have to reconvene in a later date. And so uh, we'll be ready. Thank you so much for your openness. <laughs> Thanks for making me cry. You're welcome. That's nice. I did so good for so long. <laughs> I told myself I wasn't going to do it either. <laughs> well, Lord knows we've had a lot of these talks in uh, yeah. a lot uh, more private forums. And uh, so it's cool to uh, get to share it with the world. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much. And thank you for letting us invade your lovely house with your lovely family. Yes. Sorry about the noise. <laughs> oh, it's a joy. Yeah. yeah looking forward to it Sound in my happiness. house. Ben's going to have his editing skills cut out for yeah, it. Yeah, he'll be all right. We don't have to edit any of that. Yeah, we're not a lot of bleeping in no. your I mean, this is not editing. Yeah, we didn't have to pull any line noises. We didn't have any line noises to pull. So, so well, thank you so much. Have a great time with pictures, and good luck with the rest of the fraternity season. And until next time, go fast. Make good decisions. Thank you for listening to Cow Horse, full contact. Please like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram to stay tuned for future episodes.